This is a fucking banger. Ladies and gentlemen, cats, snakes, dogs, chicken, elderly people, workers, and twerkers. Damn. Absolutely. I don't give a fuck. It's the ruckus. What the fuck you expect? I body slapped my wife, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, mama huevo, bienvenido. What up, Craigless? All right, fellas, let's okay, get this started. the new admin. Everybody ready? Yeah. Let's go. Right, I'm just going to say this. Just be careful. I can mute you now. Dale. Oh, this sucks. I fucking hate you. I, I, I had to give him the access, bro. <laughs> nah, we'll do that. No, don't worry. Unless we talk about the need. Nah, nah. So on another episode of The Ruckus, we're about to get crazy here. And KC just got oh, admin power, so I don't know what's going to happen tonight. We're about to get crazy. We're about to get spicy. So on tap for this first part of the, of the episode, we're going to talk about something that's going to be a little bit um complicated to talk about, but I think it's important because it has a lot of repercussions. So um, in our group chat, we talked about uh, the new movie by uh, Nate Parker that's coming out. His, the trailer for the movie just came out. And a lot of people are excited about uh, the direction of this uh, of this movie, especially considering the things that happened that have been happening in the country, protesting all these things. And considering the fact that he made the movie Birth of a Nation a few years ago, which was supposed to be his big coming out party, unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but it turns out that on the, on the eve of the release of that film, Birth of a Nation, old accusations of an alleged rape that happened while he was in college um, resurfaced. And a lot of people thought that it was kind of curious that those allegations resurfaced right around the time where he was making what a lot of people also thought was a very pro problematic film because it talked about the Nat uh, Turner Rebellion where Nat Turner literally went around killing a whole bunch of white folk. And there were a lot of people that were mixed feelings with that. And I know a lot of white people didn't want to see that movie on the screen. And so that's, I just had to add that anyway. So unfortunately, the, the, the allegations came out about what had happened in college. He was never charged. They went to trial. He was never charged. The other person that was accomplice to the, to the, to the alleged crime was convicted, but then had his conviction um, overturned. Now, what I want to ask you guys is, in light of that, those allegations that happened years ago, and in light of him having that big chance with that Birth of a Nation film, he lost that chance. He's coming back now with kind of a redemptive type of movie, a chance to you know, pick himself back up again. My question to you guys is, does he deserve a chance? Does a person who, who commits a crime of that? Allegedly. At that level. Did he get committed? Allegedly, excuse allegedly. me. He never committed the crime. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Okay, okay allegedly. allegedly. Yeah, okay. He wasn't allegedly. convicted of committing the crime. Okay, okay. He wasn't convicted, no, he wasn't convicted of committing he was the accused. crime. He was, he was accused. accused. So a and, person that gets accused also, of such a crime. Hold on a second, Alex. A person right. that either gets accused or gets charged with a rape. That's two things, a bro. A murder. That's two things. You just said no, charged. No, no okay, let, but let finish the question. Okay, yeah. And then we'll we'll, so, we'll okay, take it I apart. Mean, I, I, I want to make sure that it's a well-rounded question. Does a person that's either <clears throat> accused of or charged with a crime deserve a second chance? And in the case of the person who's been charged with the crime, they've done their sentence. 
They did their 10 years, their 20 years, their 30 years. They came out. They want to move uh, forward with their life. Do they get that second chance? What do you guys think? Depending on the crime. All right, let's go. <laughs> but he's, on, he's on the NAPAR, no, 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 depending on the crime, but also on the, uh, on the Nate Parker part, I'll say this. He was never, he was never convicted. He went through his thing, his ordeal. When if it, and like I give you this scenario. Imagine if if that movie resonated with with white folks at that time. Would the George Floyd, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, uh, all these black Black Matter, uh, Black Lives Matter uh, protests happen at that time? You know what I'm trying to say, like. Yeah, you're saying when, had the movie come out, would it have an impact on white people's consciousness? And the answer is no. You don't think so? Because it looked like they were suppressed in that movie. It did to me too. It looked like like I said. I had to look for that. That, I, that, that. that yo, that happened so long ago and out of nowhere. He was never indicted. He was he he went through the trial, everything, and he didn't get charged. And then when a movie about insurrection that they, they suppressed the movie about insurrection and it was so blatant. And then when we had a pandemic, everything ceased to stop. Like today I saw some shit that, um, the carbon emissions, I'm uh, this is a side note right quick. The carbon emissions in the whole world dropped by seven, 7% because of the pandemic. And so when we look at that, that even with a pandemic, the whole world stopped. So when the whole world stopped, they have nothing to do. So all they have is a screen. So when they see a screen and they finally see, imagine this happened when Rodney King, uh, I think his name is Rodney King, happened. I'm being serious. You mean Rodney the King pandemic, was fucking, would have been suppressed? They would have, no, 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 no. They would have seen, like if a pandemic happened while Rodney King happened, the George Floyd shit would never happen. I think. And, and it, so, so before you continue, so I just like, wanna... I'm saying the whole world was watching because the whole world had nothing to do. The whole world wasn't distracted. So they got to see what happened to George Floyd and actually saw the pain that, that was happening that was being hidden. That's what I was trying to say. And here's the thing about that. Lou, just, just to. Just to get a little more clarification, I know it doesn't have it. It's more of a, a picture for the question that you actually asked. But um, the 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 thing with uh, Nate Parker. So was he um was he going through trial during the movie's release before release or was uh no, no. you know back when, when, when the accusation so made. Years ago. No, so the context so the context for the for the accusations are this. This happened in college fifteen years prior to the release of the film. And he had already gone through the trial. He had already gone through the accusations. He had been um, you know, he was not guilty. They didn't charge him. 
the person that he could, because what ended up happening is, and just to give clarification, there was a girl he had been in contact with previous to the night of the assault or the alleged assault, excuse me. Um, and she was supposedly drunk that night. She says she wasn't. He says other people say she was, or excuse me, vice versa. She says she was drunk. He says she wasn't. He says that it was consensual uh, intercourse and that she asked for a second person to join. She says that there was never any consent. Um, she says that she woke up after the um, attack in the morning f with him, again, allegedly having intercourse with her, um, where she went ahead and filed a report. Um, and then they went through the whole process of filing the report. There was a restraining order. He couldn't come near her, which he actually violated. To, to make it short, he was never found guilty of an actual crime. The person, the second person that was, uh, that had been charged was found guilty, but then he was uh, found not guilty afterwards. It was overturned. And so 15 years went by and the accusations resurfaced literally about a month, maybe a little more, a little less on the verge of the release of that film. And this is why a lot of people think right. that because of the nature of the film, which was the Nat Turner Revolt, mm -hmm. which a lot of people um, are, don't want, a lot of white people don't want to talk about the Nat Turner Revolt, let alone see it on screen. A lot of people think that that's the reason that this accusation came up. And a lot of other people do make the argument that it was the fact that it was this burgeoning uh, black producer, uh, screenwriter, he's very talented or, or whatever, and he was making, and, and it was just like, no, nah, it's not your turn. Um, I do want to make just a really quick clarification. The fact that we're talking about this in this way doesn't mean that and this is for anyone who's listening to this, and I think it's important. It doesn't mean that because we're having this conversation, we want to negate the severity of the rape charges. So, so that, we just want to make that clear. It's not that we're saying that we don't believe her or that it happened or that he did it. I just want to make sure that we focus on the question, which is having had those allegations yeah. or potential charges, does he deserve a second chance and I'll make a movie and have his redemption? Well, does anyone deserve a chance? And, uh, and, and, the question was primarily whether it's an whether it's an just an allegation or if the person was convicted and served their time. And now, oh, Kelvin, give me both scenarios. If a person is, an, is has an allegation, do they deserve? If a person is charged and serves their time, do you think they deserve to have that redemption? So, if there's an allegation that's unresolved yet, whether the person is guilty or not, uh, no, uh, they they don't. Um, that, that again, that hasn't gone to court and hasn't gone through the proper proce uh, procedure, um, man. And on um, the other point, whether it's a person that is guilty, served their time, and you know, uh, seems to be, because uh, you know, it's one thing to serve your time; the other thing is to be apologetic and to understand what you did, and you know, and that what you did was wrong. It's tough. I mean, a lot of people want to sit here and be like, oh, it depends on what what the action was. But at the end of the day, we, we need to have, um, I guess, like a redemptive bark for no matter, no matter who it is and no matter uh, what they do. Uh, uh, well, hold on. All right. Is that Mike? Nah, nah. Hold on. Hold on. When I said that, hold on, when I said that. Guys, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. So hold on, Kelvin. Kelvin, you go ahead and, and finish. Alex, you can right, go, go, go. Uh, go, and then sorry, Kate, sorry, and sorry, then sorry, Chuba, you can finish up. Go ahead, Kelvin. No, no. 
I, I get it. It's it's a it's a fucking it's a tough thing to be like. Yeah, no matter what you did, at at one point or another, you need to uh, be able to redeem yourself from what you did. If but we got to understand that the way that that the prison system works here doesn't. It's just uh, is just something that's it's just a penalty. There's no form. Yeah. There's no form of redemption within the prison system here or yeah. within the criminal justice system here. Um, so, man, it's, My it's hard, but I, 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 I do think there needs to be a way that no matter what you've done in your life, as long as you served your time, there has to be a way for you to come back up because we can't just sit here and be like, oh, but if you did this, then you don't deserve uh, a life because then at that point then why don't we just kill that person off because once he gets out of prison what the fuck does he have to live for he can't he can't go back to having a regular life he can't get a job he can't do anything I yeah mean, that's true or she, no, I, un or I she. understand no i understand that part but i'm gonna let you finish no 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 Are go you? ahead <laughs> all right so <laughs> no 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 you no, do you do you see do you see this redemption for and nah, I don't wanna say I, I, I don't wanna say this because I'm gonna sound like a Q and uh Q on fucking fan. But <laughs> the pedal shit. I can't nah, get that, over that, that shit. They, that, them dudes deserve like the worst. That's why I said like, nah, torture. I went, nah. So so some um, some some crimes deserve like listen. torture to be honest. And the thing is that pisses I'm me off about is that, that Queuing on, fucking took that shit and fucking rolled with it. And when that shit was actually still happening, they made it worse because people stopped stopped believing into it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so yeah. I so back to what I'm going. I, I like I I uh the term sometimes, <laughs> but uh, yeah, sidetrack. Um, fucking what I'm saying is this: like some people, like even if it's murder, like I understand. But then I've met certain people that I've that I kind of suspect that are psychos, psych, uh, fucking psychopaths. That's <laughs> okay, bro. And I'm like, yo, but like, then that's no, because the thing is, well, like, I'll tell you, I'll tell, like, I when I was in I'm... Iraq, when I was in Iraq, I've met a few people. Like, no, I was, I served with people in Iraq, and like, we were doing prison transports, and like, all we had to do was bring the tramp. The, the they weren't they weren't guilty yet. We didn't know if they were fucking terrorists or whatever, or part of the group. But yo, these motherfuckers are playing fucking fucking heavy metal. And the thing is, you have to look. You have to think about it from a different culture, like not from the United States. The thing is, they've never heard this. Like, bah, 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 I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, kill me. Like you know that bullshit. So they're playing that shit in their ear. They're whispering fucking crazy ass shit in Arabic in their ear, and these are these are crazy motherfuckers. Like I, I, I was in the Marines, so these motherfuckers are crazy. Like yo, and like they're from like from like Western Pennsylvania too. Um, shout out to K Rod. Yo, <laughs> so I'm <laughs> just saying, That's I'm just saying, like, yo, <laughs> some people love this shit. Some people love it. So the thing is, you talk, can't but say. we're talking about Nate Parker though, and um, I, no, 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 no. We're not no, talking saying about that, Nate Parker. That people, Parker that people, we, people, we talked about the 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 whole thing that people need a uh, second chance, redemption. The thing is, not all, not everyone deserves it. I believe. 
But then I'm saying, well, there's, there's, there's right, a right, right, like, not, unless, not, unless you unless you prove it yourself. Sorry. Okay, hold on. So I'm not gonna take too much time because I know Cuba wants to get his point across. Um, but in that aspect, then, and even you brought up you brought up uh, pedophiles as well. Then that that's where we get into mental health too, right? Where oh um, hell no. Wait. So wait. Hold. Oh, 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 yeah. I mean, is pedo? Does anyone know if is pedophilia a mental disorder? Some countries not. Are, some countries oh, no. are um, yeah, treating yeah, it as, mental, a mental, as a mental health yeah. disorder. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. That's, 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 that's that slippery well, slope. There. That's that slippery slope. I know. I know it's a slippery slope. Okay. So let's. I mean, you either you either believe in restorative justice or you don't. Plain and simple. You can't pick and choose. I don't. I don't. I don't you either you either believe people can restore some type of like humanity or something like that, or you don't. Right? It I, I doesn't mean you let them out. I don't think it's I don't think it's black and yeah. white like that. I think I think it really does depend on the charge and the severity. That's wow. but that's what that's what restorative justice is, right? Like the idea that that it that it matters to care about the about the, the mean, criminal themselves, right? To care about the their own experience and try to figure them out so they That's don't keep true. doing that. Or, or so we could prevent other people from Right, like, like you that. torturing I people ain't gonna... That. I mean, we, we lock up black and brown people all day anything. long and that shit don't nah, fix nah, no problem. I'm not saying that. I'm saying pedophiles. That. No, I, that, I that's not gonna help either. Well, what? I say pedophiles. It doesn't matter what the person did. That doesn't help. It doesn't matter what they do. I think them dudes definitely deserve... Death. Hold on Death. A second. Hold right. On a second. But but what is it? What what is your goal to to do that? To torture them or to keep people safe? Man, it's to put you're out not, a message that you're not, not fucking you're not do it. Right. So what if I tell you that that doesn't help? That doesn't work. Should, there should also be programs to prevent that to happen. There, 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 there's currently nothing open for people who think like that. Right. Anybody who thinks like that automatically gets shunned. All right, Brutus, go ahead, Brutus. Uh, let's let's step this back because I, I definitely want to give Cuba his chance. He's been waiting in line for a second. Just, but just to that point that um that uh, Abram said real quick, we have the death penalty in the United States, and statistics show us that having the death penalty does not deter people from committing crimes. So having a punishment as a way to send the people a sign is not going exactly. to deter people from from those those activities. So go ahead, Cuba. Just uh, just wanted to throw that out there. What, what, what do you got to say about the redemptive I, I side? Because you agreed with what, what Kraken said about either you believe in restorative justice or you don't. So what's I, your I point? I believe in it, but again, I think this is the part that we as human beings, we, we, we it's that thing that we, we want to be moral, but at the same time, we end up being a living contradiction. So we say everybody re- deserves some, that second chance, that separate, second opportunity. But then again, we move that goal pole. Like, okay, it's like, Let's go back to the 80s and 90s when everybody was selling crack and cocaine. They were considered like the scum of the earth, you know, low level, like how they do this, you're destroying all this stuff. But then once you go to the rationale, you think about what led to that, you know, the government putting it in. You don't have an opportunity in this world. Racism, et cetera, et cetera. It's a lot of dynamics. You're not just selling drugs because you're selling drugs. It's, a, it's an economical need. And it took people like damn near 30 years why everybody's doing the things that they do. Um... Same thing falls for this. You know what I'm saying? Um, we tend to we we don't really have the right or wrong answer. I'm not to 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 see like what leads the people to do what they do when it when it comes to like um sexual assault, whether it's molestation, rape, et cetera, et cetera. We don't know. We just know at this moment, at this time being, is very taboo. And at this moment, anybody who commits that kind of crime is like my man said, you deserve to get damn get the chair and your dick cut off. 
You know what I'm saying? So we're not there yet to figure out what it is. I do believe that people deserve that second chance. I thought what Nate Parker went through was extremely bullshit. And, <clears throat> excuse me, I, I believe he, he deserved a second chance just off the fact that he got done dirty. You know, and again, I know we tend to be limited contradiction. I believe just at this moment, everybody deserves a second chance. But because I would admit to myself, I live in that I'm at that point in my, in my life that if you do a certain crime that's just, like, completely, like, fucked up, rape, you And know, you're doing it to multiple people to me. That's the rape, thing. It, 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 whatever the case is, rape, um, pretty much going after the people that are, who are, um, that, that can't defend themselves. So rape, molestation, attacking a kid, attacking an old lady, you know what I'm saying? People that can't defend themselves, if you're that much of a coward to do that, then, you know, you deserve you, you, that second chance. For me, it won't come from me. I don't think you deserve that second chance. What about, okay, so let me, uh, KC, let me ask you this question. What about the victim? So now we're talking about redemptive justice to the person who's committed the crime as a way to maybe deter that they do it again. What about the victim in all of this? Time I mean, out, time uh, out, time out, time out. I don't mean to interrupt you, but after that, I got to tell, tell a quick Mike Tyson story. Um, continue. I got to tell a quick Mike Tyson story. Uh, so I want to add something. you're done with this. Oh, you tell us okay, now. okay. Yeah, okay, go ahead, okay. Mike. you know, back in the day, you know, back in the days, like, before Tyson became who he was, he was, like, a, not a stick-up kid, but he was infamous for robbing old people. Yeah. So he, yeah. there was this thing in New York that kids used to yep, do. Yep. There, there was this thing that kids used to do. They still do DMX. Yeah, he did the same thing. thing. He did the same thing that DMX did, but out in Brooklyn. Yeah. He did the same thing in Brooklyn. So, so right. um, when right. he was in Brooklyn, he ended up, like, he ended up robbing... You God's mom from the Wu Tang Clan. I, li- I like you, yeah, God, he, man. He, I think he's you, on the radio. was like, you God must have been like six or seven at the time, and Mike Tyson must have been like thirteen or fourteen at the time, and he robbed, um, he he robbed um, um, you God's mom because he he used this trick mom. like you know he used to help people with the grocery, and after he helped the old lady the grocery, he used to beat them down and rob them. So oh, that's pretty God. smart. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> you asshole. So, um, no, I mean, that policy and shit. So, like, um, I'm gonna do that. Um, you got was on Vlad, and he told the story. So, fast forward, now they're doing this thing on Tyson. The Tyson is on Vlad right now. So, the dude that's interviewing Tyson, he tells he tells a story how you got was on Vlad, and he tells the story how Mike Tyson robbed his mom in front of him, and what he robbed from him. And Mike Tyson didn't know. He was like, oh, my God. Like, that was him? Like, you know, because he did that to so many people. He didn't know he was who. So he tells the story like, holy shit, I didn't know that was him. And, like, he felt so bad. And he was like, yo, if you find you, God, find him. I want to give his mom whatever I rob for him and some. So it's that weird redemption shit that we're all talking about. You know what I mean? He was, like, so fucked up back in the day that he really had no... He didn't give a fuck if he live or die or who the fuck your mom was. But then when he found out that it was somebody that was... Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. I mean, I guess what you're... You're pointing at is seeing, seeing the the what is it, the guilt and the and the and the and the perp right, and the perpetrator, yeah, yeah, the exactly. criminal's face, and 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 giving him credit for that, yeah, right? So he, and that shit is happening. But but as a system, you have, you have to. But as a system, you have to try to get people there, right? You can't just hope that people yeah, get you're there. Right. Right, so as a system that you're paying for, and, and you're trying to help people, and not even help people, but you're trying to maintain a civil society, you got to invest in trying to get that redemption going. Right, you can't just hope yeah, for you, it. 
but here's the question, and I want to so, bring it back to this, the other side of it, um, and then you could go ahead and, and, and talk, uh, Casey. What about the victim? So, for example, in that specific example, great example, Mike, um, Mike Tyson is going to feel some sort of redemption because now he's like, oh, shit, I did bad. But he didn't live with the trauma of that robbery for the last 30 or 40 years like you God's mom did. And so now Mike Tyson gets to say sorry, give the money back and feel like he did the right thing. But how does that deal? How do we deal with the pain and the trauma that you God's mom dealt with? And I think KC and you could speak on this because you had mentioned that at some point that your mom had been robbed, I think, and the trauma that she felt about that afterwards. Is it fair, for example, for your mom to deal with the trauma for the rest of her life of getting robbed? while the criminal, the perpetrator, gets to feel like he's done better, he's going to heaven. Is that fair? How do we, how do we deal with that? Casey, what, what, do, what do you got to say? Yeah, well, I, all I was going to say is that when, when Kelvin and Mike were speaking about, uh, like Mike said, he wouldn't, in his, in his eyes, he wouldn't uh, give him the second, second chance is not coming from him. It's also like we can also say, yeah, I would give that person a second chance until it hits home, until it happens to you. You don't know really what you're gonna do, and I don't care what anybody says because you can. And that's a, that, that's, that's a, a that, bias. yeah. That, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Also, it's like all of us are talking about until it hits home, until it happens to one of us or close to home, then we'll then we'll really know who where our where our vision is, you know. But what? but but it to speak about what we need to do about that about that um that trauma. I don't think I have the the knowledge. I would say Kraken, who's uh more uh, of the book person here, or isn't he a psychiatrist or something? You know. Maybe he can speak on how to deal with that, or maybe even you, Lou, but I'm not the person to tell you. I'm just going to tell you. Okay, so maybe not... I, don't got, bro, I don't have the answers, because I'm going to be either, honest. There's a, there's a... About redemption and shit like about that? The victim, oh, about the victim. The trauma. About the, so, here's, so here's the thing about it. Like, for example, if I was you, God, and somebody had robbed my mom, and then dude came back to me 30 years later and was like, I'm sorry, I'm going to be like, yo, my man, fuck you, for real. And, if, and, and, I, and I get the anger in me that if I had, a, like, something in my hand... I probably try to stab the motherfucker because ain't no sorry so, gonna take away the thirty Tyson. years of pain. Nah, man, fuck if it's Tyson. I'll go down fucking swinging. And that's fair. Swinging at Tyson. Fuck out of here. You swinging at Tyson. You saw this man. You ain't swinging at Tyson. Fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I wanna it's suicide. You can't win. I wanna add to this uh, conversation, like, uh, like Larry Nassar. You know who that is? The the guy who. Who like uh, se- sexually abused all those? Uh, oh yeah, the gymnast dude, the doctor. Yeah, you really gonna give that dude a second chance? You know. But this is why I said it's if he comes no, back, hold on, if he comes not back, a second new. chance, and that you, he's a doctor again. Like if he, no, but, no, but no, you but keep him get, locked up forever. But while he's locked up forever, you gotta help people get redeemed. Now you can't just throw somebody nah, in a box, bro. man, and like and just just hold, just wait fifty years so he could die. Like I would have preferred. Like okay, a hold up, hold up. I got a perfect example. Anymore. I got a, I got a perfect what example. What does that solve? I got a, what does that fucking solve? Okay, but here's the thing. I got a, people are so fucking. People got a hard on for fucking death penalty. Time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. What does it do? Time out, time out. He's twenty three. I don't, I don't want to cut people off, but I got, I got, I got one more example I want to bring up. Um, I'm, I'm going to assume everybody saw the movie about the kids of the Central Five. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah, remember yeah. the ending, right? How they got off? Who was the person that got him off? The dude that he fought with that was in jail that found out he was the one that was raping all those girls? Okay, so what about that situation? He's in jail for that shit, but then he found out that there was other people that was in jail because of his bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So his redemption was like, okay, I gotta do right for whatever reason, whether he found a second religion or whatever the case may be. He's just on the note. 
but it doesn't give that man his his time in jail back. Yeah. But get him free though. That's true. Oh, That's no, so true. so listen, this is this is I'm, I just want to point out, and the reason I'm being a dick about this is because th- I just want to point out how complicated both sides of the argument because they're valid. Well, he wanted that fame. Right. Well, I mean, you, you 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 also underestimate like the the different phases that victims go through, right? Like when you grabbing something and hurting and hurting your um, Mike Tyson, dig? <laughs> <laughs> you know that that's you at, at a at a phase of victimhood, right? Like you're not you're still an angry phase, which is you have the right to to be in that phase. But not every victim has that phase, man. Like yes. people really do forgive, exactly. and, and a lot of it that's. That's what. That's when you get a lot of freedom from this whole thing. That's where you really liberate yourself from the victim mentality. Is when you forgive. I mean, exactly. People tell you that shit all the time, and it's hard. I mean, it ain't. That's a great point. That is a great point. Before we continue, because we're about to move on, I just want. Um, so Niemolino had made a comment about he just wants to put people in a in front of a fire squad. And not everybody. He was. He's been not busy. Everybody. Even put a, what's up? I don't think. I don't. I don't think everybody should be put in a firing squad. What the fuck? Why would you Pedophiles have yeah. definitely have a special place in hell. I do think that the the family, immediate family, the mother, father, or brother, one or two relatives, get to get to square, when, get when to punch them court. square in the face, at least. I mean. I mean, if At you least. saw the trial, the dad, he jumped, he jumped <laughs> over. Nah, if, if you see the video of the trial, wait, wait, hold up. If you see the video of the trial, a trial, one of the dads jumped over and was going to beat his ass, and he had, like, half of the fucking court trying to stop him. Yeah. That there was that father. dude. And that shit that made me cry. That, I was like, yeah, I, Remember they used to show those crazy videos, like, in the courtrooms and, like, police videos, those wild videos, like, on Fox? Yeah. Ain't nobody going to forgive them, that shit, bro. One of them was the... One of them was the father that was... One of them was a father that the of the victim of a, a sex abuse victim, and he pretended he was on the phone in the court. Oh, I saw and that. that dude walked by. Oh, he turned yeah. around and shot him, dude. I forgot his, I forgot they his only name. Him, like, so they only gave him six yeah. months in jail. Yep. Uh. Yeah. No, he got off. Dude. He should have got, got off. Free. No, no, I mean, I, dude, that was on camera in the courtroom. I think yeah, he got, he got, he got no, 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 no. It was on camera in the airport. Cause it was no, his it was, son's it was in, it was in, uh, karate sensei. It wasn't. It, it was, was a judge. It was a trial, bro. It was. A, it was in courthouse. No. Yeah, yeah. Right he there. was getting oh, escorted by court, yeah. like court officers. Like yeah. he was like Ooh, legit. You're talking he about was in the cups. dad on the phone. You're talking about the dad on the phone. Yeah, the, the dad, dad on the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude walks by on, in yeah. cuffs, and he turns around and shoots him. No, yeah. no, he didn't say. I think he got off. He was off the. He got. He got off the plane. He got off the plane. So he got. He got off. I think. I said, regardless, that shit was crazy. Hey, yeah, he didn't, the, the point being dope. that he didn't do much time because how crazy the the situation is. Yeah, right. Because they so, took into situation. So, so it is case by case, right? Case yeah, so by case. On the yeah. Of that Execution by firing squad. So, what I tell no, you. so hold so on a second. Depending on the hand, like I said, full circle. <laughs> so on the heels of that conversation. <laughs> so on the heels of that conversation, I want to ask you guys, uh, the new Los Angeles DA um, has promised that he's going to um, elim- eliminate cash bail and he's no longer going to seek the death penalty. He says that the California is going to be the largest state um, to not have uh, cash bail. And he also said that he's going to um, he's going to work with 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 prisoners to try to uh, resentence them depending on the type of crimes, misdemeanors, non- non-serious, non-violent offenses, so on and so forth. And so basically California or uh, they're restructuring 
their uh, legal system. Considering the conversation we, we we just had, what do you guys think about these changes to the to the DAs or to the Los Angeles um, penal codes? Good, yeah, so, bad. So I, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So so basically, as far as that, that's um that's that's a seed change, like a paradigm shift. You're you're changing the fundamentals upon which everything is done within those systems. So when you talk about number one, LA is the second largest city in the country. LA County is the largest county in the US. It's about 10, almost 11 million people. So imagine the, 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 the local, I think the local, the jail system in LA County is the largest in, in the country and one of the largest in the world. So taking all this shit, right? All these different things like you're like, yo, Imagine how that shit is going to improve the lives of all these all these people that are right now locked up. That they already had a, a problem with overcrowding in the prisons and the, I mean in the jails, like LA County Jail and all that shit. Yo, they had to let people go all the time because it's like, bro, you you doing you know what I'm saying? It, same problems that you find at Rikers or like Fulton County Jail in Atlanta or or Miami Dade uh, Dade County Jail and all of that. Like you you got serious issues with overcrowding and a system that is too quick to sentence people. So at the end of the day, this is a very positive change. And LA is like, you got to think about it, like LA, the Bay Area, they, they kind of set the tone for the rest of the state. So um, so maybe San Diego County won't do that. You know what I'm saying? They won't, they won't necessarily shift in that direction right away, but they will eventually. Um, they That's going to open the doors for a lot of cases that were that were um, prosecuted in an improper fashion to be challenged. And maybe, you know, the the district attorney is going to be like, no, nah, we need to let that shit ride. We need to let it, we need to, like, go take this back through the system and possibly, you know, resentence or whatever. Now, there, there's always going to be, like, there might be issues, there's going to be challenges because a lot of these old assistant district attorney's gonna be like, nah, fuck that. We we jail them and you know, they all about their numbers. They're not about they're not about necessarily trying to give people justice per se. They think they are, but they're not. You know, there's a huge the huge racial component of a place where that, that So just before we continue uh, and, and the before we continue, Big Alone, it's the word is still with you, but I just wanna add a detail of what this paradigm shift is. Uh, the DA also said that his office will not seek enhancements of any kind, like gang enhancements. Yes. Yes. Three strikes um they're gonna go review, back and go back. They're gonna review close to twenty thousand cases. And I think the biggest thing about this, uh, his outlook is he says that kids will no longer be transferred and tried in adult court. That that that, 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 that right there is huge. That's big. That's me. Okay. That's really huge. So big alone is the word is still with you, and then you guys can chime in afterwards. I just wanted to get that in. Go ahead, big nah, so it, bro. So so yeah, basically what we want to with 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 this is changes the way everything is done. Like it's it's not just a like, you know, here's some here's some bullshit money or here's like, you know, we go we gonna um we gonna like let you out of jail. Like, no, that's not it's not just that. It's literally the basis of of how they prosecute. So they can't attack people for like, oh, you have an affiliation with a gang or or a set or whatever. Like like, you know, that that shit was so hyped up. They got a database in California, right? And that's how they keep track of everything is 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 something that's maintained up in the state capital, Sacramento, and all the counties and the cities kind of contribute to it. 
but but it's, it, it's been used in a way where it's like, yo, that's kind of fucked up. Like you're literally tracking people because of you know their like Interpol, the community. <laughs> I mean, yo, for real, you know what I'm saying? Like like would Interpol do the same thing? Like nah, man, it's it's pretty pretty fucking crazy, man. And for real, at the end of the day, you wanna like they're doing a good thing with this. This this new district attorney is doing some great. But thing. also, yeah, the thing that people forgot, they're gonna review uh third strike uh. Um, cases too. really, yeah. yeah so that's, that's another. So, so this is actually like if we look at it, if we if we want to break this down, um, if if this stuff goes through, and I and I think it will because, oh, I'm I'm hoping you're, you're talking about a fundamental change, and this I is, think this is this is California, ahead. right? This California, we're talking uh, about no, LA, no, no, LA, it's County, LA, County, LA County, LA County, not California. This is this, County. this is essentially like, much bigger than what happened in New York City. Couple years, a uh, year ago, much right? Bigger, much bigger, much bigger. This is absolutely. This is much. But the thing with with LA County is that, and like Bigelow has stated, because of the sheer size of LA County and the power that LA County has, I think in the imagination of America, um, it can really influence um, a lot of states, uh, a lot of counties to do the same thing. But then a lot of states, and I think the other thing, and I'll give you guys the word, is that the effect that this is going to have on Black and Brown families who have historically been targeted by these policies. So Bigelow spoke about the gang affiliation. Think about what that means. If you're 15 or 16 years old, you had a brother or a cousin who has been in jail. He was a gang member, maybe, or he himself was caught up on a charge and gave, they gave him a false um, affiliation charge and you're his brother. Now you might get caught up on a charge because he's your brother. And I know the DAs have done this and they always do this well. You know, they, they in, and so imagine what this is going to end and the, the children not going to adult court. That is, we're talking about the school to prison pipeline. Um, that's that's fucking big. This is big news. I mean, that goes into so that's just, you know that's a, and, and and because we're in LA, I just want to take this time out. Um, anybody here seen the movie Friday? See, yeah, yeah. of course. Yep. What did that movie mean to you guys? Nothing. I mean, just like the, um, the, the symbolism. What of, I look like, bro. Oh, you I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Man, <laughs> like you, a young man, you living in the hood. Like you ain't got shit to do. No job prospect. Like there's a there's a big social commentary in the movie. And and uh, yeah, man, the way the movie it was it was made in a funny way, which I think was was like the brilliance of Ice Cube writing it you know what i'm saying like he's like yo this was my life like living in south central no he's not a genius it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't just ice cube it was dj Pooh too no i don't give ice cube too many flowers don't give ice cube too many flowers lou might go hold on hold on hold those flowers but now basically but basically yeah man like he they they put it together like that whole everybody that was involved and they made it happen and you know, the characters that were on there were or brilliant from, you know, from Smokey, from Craig, from, you know, his pops, John Witherspoon, rest in peace. And unfortunately now, you know, finding out Debo. just a little while ago that that, that Zoo's uh, Tiny Lister just passed away. Yeah. And he played Debo in the movie, man. Oh, it was real sad, peace. bro. I, I, I just, I just want to say um, that he made, he's accredited in 78 movies. What? what? On TV. That's crazy. Seventy. Crazy. I'm looking at his as as his IMBD right now. Yeah, 70. he was like that, in uh. That's insane, last week bro. I found out that he was a wrestler. He started yeah, as a wrestler. Yeah, he was in a wrestling movie. Uh, yeah, the no movie we did with Paul Hogan. He, 
Yeah, I remember that movie. I remember that movie. Classic. Thunder something. Bro, there's an interview. There's an interview with 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 him, Macho Man, and Queen Elizabeth, and they're behind a cage. I think I think I think they're about to talk about cage match. Yeah. And Queen Elizabeth just starts climbing the cage for no reason. That shit was mad funny, yo. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, she, she was just climbing the cage in the middle of the interview. And Macho Man talking and Debo, like, flexing. That shit, you know, it's, it's 80s wrestling. That shit was crazy. It was like an action film coming to life, man. Wrestling has not been the same. 80s, we, whoever got to see the late 80s, early 90s wrestling was in yeah. for a treat because that was some fucking yeah. over the top shit. Yeah, wrestling was wild. That would is is his peak right there, that um, and, and then transition to the Rock and and Stone Cold Steve Austin, those were the best years for wrestling for me. Yeah. But it's still huge now. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But my kids don't watch it. My kids don't watch it. My kids watch basketball more than they do watch wrestling. Yeah. They only know John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. Fuck, fuck the fuck the president of the WWE though. So he fucked it over. Parts. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, when you were, exactly. you, yo. Let me let me say let me say something about that. Like you know, you bring up the, the sports aspect of it. Like you know, these pro wrestling is, is fake, but these motherfuckers be getting hurt. Bro. Oh yeah, man. No, it's not fake. It's not. No, I hate when people say it's fake. It's not fake. I mean, it's not fake. It's choreographed. It's choreographed. It's not fake. No, no. Hold on a second. Choreographed fighting is still fake. That doesn't mean yeah, you can't get hurt. It's, it's, it's two things. Pretty it doesn't mean you can't get hurt. Hold on a second, everybody. I want everybody to get take a stand. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna kick this motherfucker to the right chat. You, you. Yo, what up, Ega? Tell something to the to the to your faithful fans. They've been waiting for you for like months, bro. King Ega, King Sakeroso. You could go tell Casey to go fuck himself. Hey, okay, go go fuck yourself, Casey. <laughs> and nobody likes Casey in this chat. Okay, so let's move Pero on. Yo, let me clarify myself. Yo soy el Lore, Yo soy el Yo, if this podcast doesn't blow up a Lauren... Yo, saludo, mi gente. What's going on, people? How you niggas doing? Bro, bro, they they make up, like, half a Lauren. Like, uh, what is yo, up, nigga? Yo, hey, bro. Hey, bro. I heard they're using Lauren for Fallout 5. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, bro. Oh, yeah, that's where the Book of Eli was recorded. <laughs> You niggas did some homework, huh? <laughs> niggas can't prepare. Niggas are haters. So let's get let's get it. Let's get it moving. So we were talking about sports. I want to ask you guys a question. We shared earlier. We all agree. Next. With the wrestling role, like. Like, I think the wrestling, like, you know, the athleticism and the skill, these motherfuckers are basically, like, they're, they're almost, like, ad-libbing a perform, like, a full-on acting performance in front of a huge crowd every night. So, like, you know, they, there's multiple talents that go to that. And most of them are It's ballet with bodybuilding. That's a good analogy right there. Ballet, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's similar to, like, Broadway in a way. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a theater. It really it's so a like, yeah, it does. It does require. Uh, no, but it's not. It's not a real fight. You know, that's what. That's what why yeah. people call it faking. Because yo, Luke. Because what, what's your favorite? Um, what's your favorite wrestler from back in the days? Like, if you got to pick one from not from the era that we grew up back in, in the days, like, John Cena. You... <laughs> Wait, what? Back in Get this young man away from us. in the two thousands. Nah, nah. My favorite wrestler from back that from that early, from that late eighties, early nineties, probably had to be the Ultimate Warrior. That was my dude, exactly. man. The Ultimate. Warrior. I would love to throw him out. I would love to throw it in. I, I would say uh, Razor Ramon. Now, nah, but everybody go, man. Like at that, that, that y'all gotta. So go ahead, bigger audience. Who's yours? Shit, from from me from that era, Macho Man, bro, oh, Randy Savage, you. beast. Yeah. Yeah. He's original. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's gonna pick him pretty uh, much, man. You gotta pick uh, that hard. Thing. Like, come on, bro. Yeah, yeah I'm hard. 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 was so goddamn overrated. Yeah, he was. Oh, Thank you. That hard family. He was, was so overrated. Him and the British trash. Oh, yo, 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 yo. I had to go outside. The making me. I'm going to have to defend this guy. You know who else? There is. The best there was. The greatest there ever will be. I'm from the era when the shit got introduced to me, so I'm picking racist ass Will Kofi. He was my guy back in the day, so. Racist Hulk Hogan. That was a Hulk Mania, son. That was my guy. We all were. We all said I'm crazy. Give you old Hulk Hogan. Nah, I chose chose Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior is a strong second for me. Oh, yeah, love Who's who are you? Who's, who's I got, your I got Steve Austin. Steve Austin all day. Hey, hell yeah. When that when that glass used to break for his that shit was dope, man. Yep. That shit was dope. Ega, Ega, Ega. Yo. Abram, Abram, hold on. Abram, yeah. how about you, Abram? Abram, how about you? Brian Grove. It doesn't Brian matter Grove. what you None of y'all picked the rock. Fuck all y'all. I got him on my top ten. You know, Rock is top ten. Top five. Rock is top five. Nah, he was top four. Yeah, he's definitely top five. Yo, yo, you know, my number two was was fucking Ric Flair, bro. Like that Ric Flair. WCW. I was at back. I was at back. WCW. Hold on. Hold on, did, we, did anybody, did anybody remember what's the name of the uh, the billionaire? What's the name of the billionaire? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yo, let me tell you something. Yeah, the bro. WWF was so racist back in the day, but it was so fun to watch. It was so. It was yeah, between that. What was the Spanish? What was the most Spanish nigga? Fucking Tito Santana. Fucking the Matador. Tito Santana. Oh shit! I'm gonna give you guys a name. Tatanka. Tatanka was a real like he was really Kamala. 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 Yoku's How much coke do you think has been consumed by the Shawn Michaels? A lot. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. 
a whole brick. Nah, I'm talking. We talking. Oh, I'm talking. I'm rolling it. They definitely, they definitely consumed at least one ton. I got two more names. I got two more names to the list. I got two more names to the list. Mankind was fucking crazy. And the old time favorite. No, the old time favorite. Was and I'm gonna ask if anybody remembers this match. It was the one, two, three kid and Razor Ramon. Yes, Monday yes. Ramon, he, I saw that. The shit. money back, the money back match. Thank yes. you. I know Yo, my wrestling. Doink and Dink. Yes, you do. Doink and wow. Dink really get uh, honorable mention. Doink and Dink was fucking dope as fuck. Yo, wait, hold on. Where's the other tick at? Where we put the other tick at? Straight up, though. Where we put the other tick at? He's top 10. He's top 5. Top 5. He's top 5. Yeah, we've said top 5 for like 10. It's objective, baby. It's objective. Top 10. You can name 20 of them. I lose 20 of them. top 5. Top 10. And, yeah. and I, I was like, that was good five. too. Shawn Michaels, yo. Yeah. Yeah. And what y'all think about like the 2000s? Shawn Michaels. The thing about Shawn Michaels, he was able to redeem himself a whole bunch of times because he was a hit or miss. But once he got in that fucking DX mode, when when he was started fucking with that DX shit, he got his back. Triple H. Yo, I really believe I really believe that Kane and Undertaker were, were brothers. Me too. I really I still don't know the answer, you know? Like bro, when I was a kid, I was believing all their backstories, bro. Oh, this motherfucker died. That storyline was me and Alex. This motherfucker died. I remember when they like I think the rock through Steve Austin over the bridge. That shit was hilarious. Yo, when they when my man fucking Undertaker, he did like he choke slam somebody into like a fucking coffin God. outside of the wasn't ring that the rock from the bro he he choke slammed them into and the then, shadow and, realm, and then he um like nailed them in the coffin. I think that was a rock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, you know what my you know what my favorite um Undertaker match Yo, they were when he crazy. Um, when the first time they fought and um it was in the Royal Rumble it was um Undertaker and Yokozuma and um. All the wrestlers oh getting up on Undertaker and put him on the casket. Yeah, and then yep, he came yep. up on the screen and saying, "I will not rest in peace." And he disappeared. <laughs> yeah, I remember he did that shit flipped his eyes. That shit was classic. Yeah, um, Booker T and and Yo, Stoko Steve Austin fighting in the grocery store. Yes. Booker T was dope. Yo, I'm gonna say yo, man, the writers on the WWF Monday, they must have been dusted as fuck with these damn scripts they were coming out with. Yo, Mike, they probably do some shit where they like, yo, we're gonna we're gonna think of the wackiest shit we could do. And then get the two crazy motherfuckers. And rock with it. Listen, bro, wait. When you consume tons of cocaine and you have a pen at your side, I mean, you could write some wonders, probably. Did it Stone Cold like stun one of like the old ladies from the wrestling back in the days? One of the old ladies? Who was it? Was it him or the? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Edgar, you there? Edgar, you there? I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah, but you gotta put your you gotta put your low. mic your your volume up because you're kind of low. We can't hear you. So anytime you try to get into conversation, <laughs> if you can put your mic up. No, 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 no. I think you can click on yourself. Put the mic closer. Go go in the settings. The little gear on the upper. Yo, right. no shout out to the Hardy Boys. 
Yo, what the fuck is the Hardy Boys? Yo, what the fuck is the Hardy Boys? Hey, man, y'all used to get up on them ladders. What the fuck is the Hardy Boys, man? Don't tell me that shit. Y'all niggas on it. They brought the ladders in WWF. Now, look at, is anybody looking at Edgar? Edgar put his camera on. Yo, watch this motherfucker mention Edge. Watch him. Yo, 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 yo. Watch this motherfucker mention Edge. He's showing off right now. He's showing off. Yeah, about I'm, Goldberg. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all whack. The Hardy Boys were both. What about Batista? Goldberg was too. Uh, Goldberg. Hold on a second. Up? Wait, wait. I can't, hold on. I can't hear Edgar. Edgar, you got to put your mic up, homie. We can't hear you, Papa. We don't talk right now. You can't hear me. They heard me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's that Brazilian connection, bro. <laughs> yeah, they Ah, you Damn. see, they heard that. Yeah, they heard that. Yo, y'all, yo, speaking of, um, did y'all remember seeing fucking, um, the match? It was like, I think Hulk Hogan versus Earthquake. And that nigga, like, he was like almost 500 pounds, and, and Hogan just, fucking yes, 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 I remember that shit. Uh, yeah, I, I thought he was like, just yo, Zoom, number one. I, I mean, no, yeah, it was Lex Luger versus, yo, I remember that too. Lex Luger. Yo, I remember that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like, so he ripped out. That like, was someone slapped. That was he slapped him on the 4th of July. Andre the Giant. Yeah, yep, yep. outside, yep. outside. Um, what was it? It was all the the uh, the gold fucking arena, everything gold. What was it like uh, Roman gold times? No, no, um, no, no. When Lex Luger picked up uh, Yokozuna, it was like a, a gold theme type of shit for Royal nah, Rumble. It was, um, he did that shit on the, like that. on the, what's it called, on the USS Intrepid. He body slammed him on the ring. Yeah, 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 it was 4th of July. No, he did it twice. It was twice. It was the 4th of July, and then they fought again. They fought They fought again. Oh, okay. I could have sworn that shit was so racist, bro. Damn. My Yo, my, my birthday's in January and, and it sometimes falls on Royal Rumble. So it was a couple of times where we ordered that for my uh, birthday. And that shit. Oh, yeah. Royal Rumble was the best one out of all of them. Facts. So my question for all of us, considering that we're all old school wrestling fans, is how did any of us get girlfriends? That's just a general question. <laughs> I body slapped my wife, my nigga, man. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I rocked out. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, I, 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 I used to interrupt my wife my, all the time. She used to hate that shit. My <laughs> wife, yo, my nigga, my wife is right, right, right next to me right now. She'll fucking vouch for me, nigga. In the middle of the street, Christmas Day, I block bottom slap my nigga. <laughs> Yo, next time, <laughs> next, next time y'all oh, went out to eat with your significant other, just ask her what she wants to eat. And when she says, Well, I feel like they say it doesn't matter what you want. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I got you. Yo, 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 yo. In high school, this motherfucker used to take me. Every time he saw me in high school in the hallway, he would do yeah, the Stone Cold friend, Stunner <laughs> to me and nigga, all my friends. I was, like, I was dude, hard on that shit. It was nigga. horrible. He was hard. That's oh. funny shit. Oh man. Yeah, I would oh, uh, just yeah. I take a I'll take a a, a, a steel chair, run around, right mean, across the fucking bro. cafeteria, and bam, smack the shit out whoever was like tight with me. Like that. <laughs> bro, was tight with me. Yo, we broke a shit. we broke a table in sixth grade. When I was in sixth grade, because we fought, me and him. 
was doing wrestling moves, nigga. Like, yo, and these, and these are not little people. These are these oh, motherfuckers yeah, yeah. are not small. Did you, did, did, we, did, I, yeah, yeah. Yo, we broke we broke a teacher's nose. Yo, <laughs> no, 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 they got thrown. No, they got thrown. Logo, no, they got thrown. He's a great hire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, chill, Casanova. Chill, Casanova. Vlad might be are we getting interviewed by Vlad? Okay, no, but let's TV go. This is a loading thing right now. What's going on? Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take a break real quick. All right, so let's get back. I'll let y'all do the Royal Rumble. Now let's get back on track. I got one final question for the rest of the episode, and then y'all can have at it. And this question, I'm actually, where's Kelvin at? Kelvin hasn't said nothing in like half an hour. His headphones died. He's charging them. Put put the video on. Yo, so so here's the final question yeah, for tonight's episode. Just because y'all think I wasn't here, oíste. Come on, man. Look, we're getting a little bit of a galleta. I was telling everybody how much we like you. So here's the question. Uh, so in the chat, y'all remember uh, last week I asked this question, and I want y'all's opinion. I made the following statement. I said that. Dominicans are very conservative with their music. I said the Dominicans are very conservative with their music. And my my what I meant to say was in tu mente. is that termina, termina, pero date rápido. Lo que sea que yo te voy a dar. Yo te voy a medir. Oye, 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 oye. Yo, yo te quillo, loco, yo te quillo mucho, yo lo sé, besito, besito. So what I was saying was that Dominicans haven't really evolved from oh, yeah. merengue yeah, and machaca. Just monos, nigga. Diablo. <laughs> we got opposable thumbs. What are you talking about? Listen, listen, DJ Taino. Let me finish my comment, DJ Taino. Um, <laughs> Dominicans haven't evolved from bachata and merengue in the last hundred years. They haven't really created anything new. Who uh, has? They've only remixed Dominicans. Dominicans haven't created anything no, new. I'm asking, it doesn't matter. Bachata new. hasn't even been around for 100 years. Has well, bachata's not even 100 years old. I don't get to talk about that. I don't even know Merengue is 100 years old. Hold on a second, but can I finish? Can I finish my? No, statement? you can. You better fix your. Well, you, you're already okay. three lives. That was a layup. Hold on, crack it. Yo, crack it. You better be careful. If not, I'm gonna have egg. I body slam you in the middle of the street, my dog. Oh, damn! So. <laughs> so that was my statement. My statement is that Dominicans really haven't created nothing new with their music. It's not a bad thing. I'm not saying it's bad. They've just been mad conservative yes, because Dominicans like and are good at bachata and merengue. And Dembo. That's my thing. <laughs> but Dembo isn't Dominican. Dembo is just a remix of fucking uh, playero and reggae. So then reggaeton is nothing now. Right. right. So Come on, man. Like... We're gonna yeah, keep going but, that route. We keep know, obvi- obviously, Dominic, uh, Dembo but, has roots and shit, but it is its own music type. Like, yeah, but I it's mean, not Dominican. That's what I'm saying. I, 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 did, I did say like we gotta thank Jamaica for a lot of the urban music that we listen to, no, and pretty much anywhere. But no, like, that's facts. Let's, but be, the, but let's be honest, though. Create... I mean, Dembo is Dominican at the end of the day, even no, though it's no, no, you're gonna make me say something about hip hop, and then you're you're gonna get mad. That too. That <laughs> exactly. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. Dembo is Dominican? Wait, Dembo is Dominican? I thought Dembo was Dominican. Yeah, I thought Dembo was Dominican. Dembo is Dominican, bro. For sure. 
Bro, we're Dominican, trying to keep our Dominican audience, yeah, bro. Yeah, I, I, I thought we'd give y'all that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on. I'm saying that Dembo is Dominicans didn't create it. They just took something that was there and made it Dominican. They didn't actually create a new genre. They just took that sound. sound Dominican, yeah, that right? sound you just is very, they made that, it Dominican. That's a sound. Bro, saying the same word over and over is a very Dembo thing. You know what I mean? I'm just saying. Yeah. I, 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 I get, I get what you're saying. I get what Lou's saying, but with, with that case, um, is reggaeton really a genre, or is it just something that we just took from Jamaican niggas who made it our own? That's what happened. Yeah, we took we Ooh. took it from Jamaican niggas. We took it from Jamaican niggas and made it our own. I'm 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 of the line that says that just like Niemolino just said, we got to give Jamaican oh, a, lot. a lot of credit for yeah. what they did. Yeah, a lot of credit because. Jamaicans, if you look at it, Jamaican toasting, Jamaican toasting is literally the the, the foundation of hip hop. And you got to look at the early MCs. All of the early MCs in New York City were all fucking yeah. Jamaican. And, bro, and, bro, and, and I'll be, and I'll be brutally honest with you. I'll be brutally honest with you. I don't even give um, Puerto Rico's credit for reggaeton. I'll give credit to Pepper. Right. If you want to be brutally honest. Good point. Yes. Right. Yep. There we go. There we go. Good point. Good point. So this is so now you're following my argument about the origins of music. If you want to give origins credit, you're gonna give Jamaica a lot of credit because they've created new music, a lot of new music in the last hundred years. Dominicans yeah, have like they smoked a lot of weed, bro. That breeds a lot of well, niggas stop smoking, niggas. We, 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 we weren't that fortunate, you know. Well, what if, I mean? if, we if, 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 if you want to go that route too, like like Mike is saying about Panama and the Hennedi, then like Hip hop or Spanish rap wouldn't have been where it is now if it wasn't for General and also Sandy Papo and all these American house dudes that came in Fulanito, or Fulanito the typical house. Yeah, I mean typical and rap. Proyecto Uno, Proyecto Uno, Proyecto Uno. Uno. Yeah. all those dudes, bro. They they they're the ones who basically paved the way for Playero and all those guys because they yeah. they were like, oh, esta música se consume. So they pre- they were precursors basically. Yeah, so I mean. Like, yeah. so, they were precursors, but they, but but even Proyecto Uno and General, all of them were still taking from foundational uh, uh, matrices. So they didn't. So so Proyecto Uno, when they did the playing house and all of this stuff, they didn't create anything new. I'm not saying that the remixes that they did were bad. They were good. It was still very creative. But right, they but, didn't create this. Jamaicans right, created. But, but Domini- the but Dominicans created bachata, right? <laughs> oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah. so that wasn't a hundred years ago. So I mean, this is like you're talking about fifty years ago. I mean, that's pretty impressive, nigga, to 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 be under a dictatorship and and what and censored me fifty years. You 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 take over like that type of genre, that type of music. I mean, to. I don't, I wouldn't see that as conservativeism, so I don't know. But here's the thing, bachata, they didn't bachata wasn't created in the same way. Bachata is just an extension of the Dominican music matrices. Matrices. This is what I'm saying. So so the bachata that we listen today is obviously different than the bachata from the 90s, from the 80s, from the 70s and so on and so forth. But the bachata in itself as a genre develops from the original Dominican sounds and a lot of them are musica de palo and and the the musica de campesino that comes from the Cibao region. So Thank even you. the even the bachata right and the and the Domin- and Dominicans for for bachata got combined different sounds and that's how a new genre is created. Thank you. 
So the combination of different yeah. sounds, it's what it's how you create the genre. I mean, we know this. I mean, that's why everyone hip hop, right? It's it's you're taking you're taking loops from jazz and looping it and then rapping to exactly. it. Exactly. That's what got blues too. And to yeah, add so, to, to that, so like, it's a it's a genre. It's a genre. Here's something that I want to music, music evolves over time. You know what I mean? I want to say I want to say yes, but at the same time, I want to say no because it's like I get what you're saying on that aspect, but it's like. It's like reggaeton has an extension of everything else. Like, you know, the Dominicans got De Bone, Dembo, then you got the Puerto Ricans with, you know, reggaeton, and even Cubans. We got which this. Which is now actually even, right now. And, actually. Exactly. But we got Cubans. We got this thing called Cubaton, which is a combination of reggaeton. Uh, yeah, Cubaton. And, and, and the timba. You know what I mean? So it's all an extension. So it depends which lane you want to go with it. Is it like a lane? Is it your own genre, or is it like the lane that we do like with hip hop? Very like with hip hop, we got, got we got that, the backpackers, we got the trappers, we got the drillers, we got the gangsters, we got all this other shit. But it's all all, all connected to hip hop. Right. I mean, I think so if the, is, I think if the combination of genres makes a completely different sound compared to what the the sample is, right? Right, so so with the hip hop, you take the jazz album and you loop it, and suddenly like a five minute song is really just a a two second loop, and then you just keep looping that, and then that's a hip hop thing. I mean, that's very that's very different from jazz, so it has to be. Well, the thing about okay, so what about what about rock? Because rock, you there's different forms of rock. You got heavy metal, you got grunge, you got alternative, soft rock. There's all the things. Are they considered different genres? Right, but there's a right, but there's a particular chord progression that. They all follow, and I don't know enough about that, but I know that much, right? There's a, every, they all have a common theme behind it. So, uh, yo, and uh, I don't know if there's they, any musicians they, in the they group have a that common speak theme, but are they are they all different genres or they're all one thing? No, there's sub, there's sub, there's sub genre. Can the same thing be disputed with reggaeton? You could call it a subgenre, right? Of, right. So, reggae, yeah. of reggae, then, yeah, right. Yeah. So, reggaeton is a subgenre okay, of reggae. It's all the same thing. It's a, and so, tempo, and then tempo is a subgenre of reggae as well. Yeah, right. So, right. So, I don't think bachata really is a subgenre of the of the shit that they that they sample, like song and 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 and, and, yeah, the music and that's the, that's exactly what I wanted to talk about because you mentioned song and 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 song is like the forefather to a lot of the different. Things that we listen to nowadays, which is a Cuban thing, right? So it comes from Cuban. Yeah. Oh, you know no, actually, like you have, that's, that's a... and these are different genres. You know, right. it's like like if you go to Puerto Rico, what is it? What's their traditional uh, sounds? Bomba Bomba plena, plena, yeah. You know, you're like, you and, know, it's, it's right. like, and these are different specific genres. So, so on one on one hand, I understand where you're coming from, Brutus. Where like you know, there's a there's a conservatism in that this is all we do we stick to this we focus on this so on and so forth but then when we get into like yo what what's come up that's new what's what's changed whatever like this is this is also like it's valid to say like yo this is possibly a new genre and i think with time we'll figure that out we will figure it out because then has been really playing for like 10 12 years you know what they're, I'm saying? they're so, calling reggaeton under um on the reggae as a fusion genre, not sub, right. but you can call it either both. I think it's just yeah, a, it doesn't that. matter. You can call it sub genre, sub genre or fusion. Yeah. It's 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 still there. But I mean, I mean, I mean, look at Sasa, especially especially like Willie Colon and them, right? Like they take this Latin American jazz and put it with hebado music, and it, and it, Sasa together it sounds drastically different than those separate things. I mean, you can hear some of it, but Sasa is a different genre from hebado music, and it's a different genre from jazz. 
No, it is. So the thing is, I don't want to, with the statement that I was making, I didn't want to um, diminish the creativity that Dominicans have shown in creating machata and merengue. And I, I, the, the, you know, even taking the bow and making it Dominican or Dominicans using their sounds and, you know, influencing maybe other genres because you have merengue that, you know, uh, with, when Omega came out a few, you know, about more than 10 years ago, he came out with Mambo, uh, Merengue de Calle, Mambo, uh, Mambo Violento. Th th that's an evolution of the sound in itself. But again, I I'm looking at Bachata, you know, that it's coming from the influence of, of Merengue Tipico and all these things. Dominicans kind of stay in this in this in this three genre uh, sort of triangle, and the Dominican culture hasn't, hasn't. What happened? But what country? Like my, my thing, I, I think you're making it a little too difficult because with uh, with time, we just take elements of different genres and make it our own to what the time is. You know, so I think it's for you to create something completely new nowadays. It's 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 rare, like very rare. So. <laughs> And also, so here's so, and I and I'll, and I'll give you an example. So I've been living in Brazil for a while, and the the in Brazil, and I don't want to compare in size because it's two different countries, two different histories, two different sizes. But I just want to give you an example that there are people creating uh, new genres, and you have, for example, um, Brazil created funk music uh, not too long ago. It's only I think maybe twenty some odd years, maybe thirty years. You have electronic music that's gone in different directions. So it started out as house, and then you had techno, techno house, rave, all these different genres that are being created. So people are creating new genres. Well, like the, I'm not like saying the boom, that. Boom, 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 you're gonna tell me you haven't you heard that? That has about like a billion views. Oh yeah, yeah, that's probably down. That's that's funk, but that genre itself is new. That genre, that specific type of music that you just played for me yeah. is probably five years old. The, that that's a subgenre, obviously, but that sound is five years is old. Is he rapping? I I don't know what the fuck you want to call that. That's that's the other thing. Yeah, I don't we know. Need to act, we need to act the cost of this thing. He's the one. We can ask it, but what I'm saying is that so you have people creating new sounds based on obviously what you guys have said. You take old sounds, you mix it, uh, you take a loop here, an instrument there, and you make some wild shit that's fucking dope. Cool. I don't see Dominicans doing that in the same way. I don't yeah, think I it's think, a bad uh... thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think that Dominicans are good at what they do. Dominicans are fucking creative. And the other thing that I, that I mentioned that the reason I brought that up is because that conservatism is one of the reasons that the Dominican Republic has been able to maintain more of but its culture. Than, uh, I, I, I disagree so, with so you. Here, here, here's what well, I think. Well, well. Here's I, what I didn't want to cut you off. But, but if I can finish, though. Okay, finish. <laughs> Go ahead. That conservatism, that ability to maintain core elements of the culture as the world around you is changing so rapidly is one of the reasons that the Dominican Republic is still able to maintain today a, a, a core elements of its of its musical and, and oral and folkloric traditions. And I think that's a good thing because what you see with the influence that the Dominican Republic has today, a lot of it is due uh, specifically due to immigration. So you had a lot of Dominicans in the 80s and the 90s that left and Dominicans, no matter, unlike, let's say, uh, you know, other other countries, Dominicans might have been born in the United States three generations or four generations. They're still fucking repping Dominican Republic. They're still going back to the Dominican Republic. They're still um, sending money back. They're still going to see that's four generations of, and I think that conservatism, and I, again, it's not a bad word. Still taking care of their secret um, family. 
is is a good <laughs> thing. <laughs> he he oh, says still taking care. No, he just says, <laughs> "Go ahead, tell your joke." <laughs> taking care of the secret family. <laughs> yeah, taking care of the secret family. Yeah. So that conservatism musically, I think, reflects uh, core elements of Dominican culture, which I think are good elements. If you look at Dominican culture today, we still maintain a lot of our oral tradition. We still maintain a lot of our history, our oral history. We still maintain a lot of the elements, and, and it's not going anywhere, unlike other countries that are fastly moving away from that. So I think the fact that Dominicans tend to be conservative actually is a good thing. Um, and we're going to be happy about that, let's say, in 10 years when you're saying, like, damn, Bachata really hasn't changed much. And then you're what? like, but I like it. I'm giving an example. You better. Hold on. Saying what's, you better. Lou, what's the definition of conservative that you're using? Because uh, you, you should ask Mike that. Me? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, go ahead for me i want to know what for i want to know what specific one lose using so my, my my version my definition of conservative just means that the, the dominicans aren't branching out in the same way or, and the music doesn't penetrate um the culture the same way as it might in other countries so for example dominicans aren't um how am i going to say this without being demeaning like dominicans will listen to other musics they will listen right. to foreign music they will listen to to other latin american sounds they do and i'm not suggesting otherwise what i'm saying is that those musics they don't penetrate beyond a certain level unlike other countries for example in brazil foreign artists from the united states they they dominate here from Spanish-speaking countries, not as much, but from English-speaking countries, they come, they make music, and people here love it, and they prefer it to local music. In the Dominican Republic, artists, if you have um, Fernandito and you have Shakira, most people are going to go listen to Fernandito. When was Even the, the last time you were in DR? It's been a while. It's been seven years since I've been in DR. Okay. Uh, but the yeah. mentality is similar. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me. I get, I get what he's saying. Get him, Cal. <laughs> no, no. My thing is, you you haven't been here since internet really like hit all corners of the country like it has now. And um, to the conservative point, isn't Dominicans taking dembo and making it their own sound derived from from uh, from reggae and reggaeton and everything? The fact that they took it from other cultures and then found a sound within that to make their own isn't that in itself not conservative? So because they're not they're not using their own sounds that they've had for generations, which as as uh, Kraken has pointed out multiple times, bachata isn't even uh, two hundred years old. So my answer to that is, and the reason I don't, I don't, I personally don't think so, is because the, even with Dembo, Dominicans didn't really. First of all, Dembo didn't come to the Dominican Republic because Dominicans went out and, and got it. It's a, it's a genre that that is a product of of outside forces, um, and Dominicans, in in having said that, with those new sounds, it's not like they extended far beyond what's in the Dominican cultural lexicon to make anything new. They just took something that was was there. And they just modified it in the way that Dominicans do a lot of things, which just shows that that's part of the Dominican culture. You adapt, you make things adaptable. Dominicans are local adaptable. context. Exactly. That so Dominicans in itself. That, 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 well, is, that in itself is not progressive. That in itself is not progressive. That's adaptability. And adaptability is actually... But it's not conservative either, because but, if it were but, conservative, they would just so, so, ignore so trap, it. So trap, and drill is not, so trap and drill is not progressive? 
It, no, it's not. It, it's 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 not. I don't I don't think I don't oh, think wow. trap and drill are progressive. They haven't extended beyond them. They they haven't taken these sounds and mixed it in a way that you're making so, something completely new. So they've they, I, they've moved the bar forward. I, I wanted to talk about forward. that. I wanted to talk about that. I think I think what it is that you think that like uh, that Dembo is is like kind of lazy in a way. Like, no, it, no, it, I don't think it's just, lazy. Well, I don't think it's lazy. I well, don't think it's. Is, I think it's creative. Abram does. I think he just wanted yeah, to say I, that I because he no nothing that he said like meant that. <laughs> yeah. Not nah, like like I I think that you know they found something that's stuck and something that that's good and sound and everything and they like it, but it's not too far from like all these other Oops, genres that yeah. it derives from. So and that's it, the it's not it, it's not it's not pushing the bar. It's not really like some innovative ass music like you know it's, it's not something that you've never heard before because you have heard all those rhythms and sounds before you know and and, and that's that mix you probably could have heard that before dembo even blew up and in, that's the so, and if you so that's what i'm saying things. like that's that in a way is kind of lazy but not really you know like there's a word for it it's definitely not lazy but it's somewhere it's, around that or that no. like area it's not innovative. Right. That's the best okay. way to say it. I get what I, don't even, I don't even I, want to call it not innovative. I think I still think that Dembo, Dembo, Hegeton, all of these. I think they're innovative. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that they're not. I'm saying that it, that that at the core of it is adaptability. Adaptability, just so that we get it clear, is a form of conservation. You're taking something that's new and you're trying to fit it into something that you know, so that you can deal with it. That's what adaptability is. You go into a new environment, you see what you know, you see the new, and then you try to make it comfortable to what you, what you can relate to. And so when you talk, talk to me about Dembo music being innovative, yeah, maybe Dembo as a whole is innovative, but what Dominicans have done for it, I don't see it as such. Now, I'm open to the to a counter-argument that tells me otherwise. And again, bachata music... It doesn't seem to be open to it. Well, I'm, I'm making an argument. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to listen to it. I'm going to provide an argument to what you said about the changes in bachata music. You said that bachata music as a genre is 50 years old. I, I can concede that point. The changes that you've seen in bachata music aren't because Dominicans themselves were creating, were pushing the limits to bachata music. Bachata music was heavily influenced. We got to remember that bachata music was always in the, in the 70s and 80s was literally poor people music and it was looked down upon. And the yeah. reason that bachata music became so popular was when Dominicans went to the United States, they talked, they took, and a lot of the people who left were poor people from the, the not even Santo Domingo, the capital, the, the outside part of the Santo Domingo and the, the Cibao region. The Cibao region was one of the regions that most heavily populated New York City in the 1980s. Yep. There's a reason for that. They brought that music with them. And when the Dominicans of the United States started building their businesses and they started bringing back the money, it came with that a sort of social political power. They started investing in different ways and they brought their culture with them. What is that culture? They were reinserting bachata music, but the, the bachata music changed. And you see this with the, with, with, with the rhythm, the way that it changed and the, and the presentation of instruments. And so the changes that we see in bachata weren't because Dominicans on the island themselves were tweaking it. It's because of an outside influence. Again, Dominicans still very conservative to, the, to, to, to merengue music. Even when Mambo, when Mambo came out, I remember the conversation when Omega first came out. Dominic radio stations were literally uh, uh, angry at, at Mambo de Calle. They were angry at him. Why? Because it was not merengue. This is a, this is a society that prides itself on certain, on certain pillars. 
And so when Mambo came out, which Mambo is just a faster version of Merengue, when that came out, people were fucking angry. You know, you know what's funny, Lou? That that adding to that, when you look at when you look at Mambo and everything, you can see that it comes directly from the line of your <clears throat> everything from Conjunto Quiqueya to to Josie Esteban en la Patrulla Quince because of the the type of you know the the innuendo and the lyrics of La Durang, fucking um, when you think about it, La Coco Bang, and then the guys in the nineties, Ricarena. Um, oh hell no, you should not suggest Ricarena, bro. <laughs> No, but hold up. It's more like the, the sort of like free, it's freewheeling. It's not, oh, it's not something that's like, <laughs> bueno, oh, it's merengue, exactly what is it? Merengue bomba, right? Like, you need the Mendes in them. Oh, hell no. no. that that's like, that's like, like, La Cocobang and all of that shit. Like, that's kind of like the forefathers to all those guys, like Quinito. And I mean, shit, what's the, what's the name of the, oh, you can say, the oh, you can group say. that we can do? Safra Negra and all of that. Like, Merengue bomba is like Los Rosario and all the Puerto Ricans. Okay. That's, and that's really and what Menengue Bomba. Oro Solido, you put him in there. Oro Solido is definitely like the forefathers of Omega and all of that. <laughs> yeah, because and eh, Amalfi, Tueso Tigre, you know what I'm saying? Like, like these guys are all kind of from from that one, you know, one or two lines or branches. And then, you know, you get into shit. People are like, yo, this is still the basic but, laws, the basic you rules ask, of Merengue. You ask Johnny Ventura hey. that though, and he'll say that's not Merengue. Johnny Ventura to oh, this yeah, day sticks to that's not Merengue, and I think I forget who is it. I think it's Sergio Valga or somebody else that says it is because tiene merengue tambora. It's just not the merengue that you like to hear, but it's still a Sergio type of merengue. Damn purist. And, and it's a lot for somebody like, like Ventura who really innovated, like, the, the music, the lyrics, everything. Like, you, it, it's a lot for him to be like, like, yo, you're not, like, you're not doing what I did. As creative as he is, he's still going to be like, nah, I did it this way, and this is what I think is merengue. And it's like, bro, like you gotta let it slide, right? You gotta like, yo, these motherfuckers got real creative. Omega y sujeto, eso te quiere, yo, all day. Tito swing, I'm rocking. Hey, Tito swing, vainita. ¿Cuál el tigre de Gapal Hernández? You know who started all that though? Who? Julian. Who? Julian. Julian for Julian. Yeah, bro. Right, Julian That's like street, street shit. Yeah, he was the first and one then, in the early 2000s. I remember that. Yeah, then, we're talking like 0203, mm-hmm. easy. Yeah, but, but, so you, but, you, but you do remember the conversation around. Absolutely. And this was not 20 years ago. It was 20 years ago. This is the point I want to make. And 20 years ago is a small period of time. But you guys do remember the conversation around even Julian. And Omega, and, 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 and that's just the point I want to make. And I don't think that that's a bad thing. I don't think that that, that musical conservatism is a bad thing. I, I really actually think it's a really good thing for us as Dominicans because now as Dominicans, we're stretching now into the fourth and fifth generation of Dominicans that are born in the United States. Now we're going into, now we're going into Puerto Rican territory of having been there now for a while. And the further yeah. we get away from our roots the further it is for us to, to actually then say we're Dominican. But I still see that Dominicans to this day, I mean, I, we're proof of that. Um, we still want to speak Spanish. We still want to go back to the island. We still want to be Dominican. We, we don't, we don't, we, we still hold that very, and I think that that's a good thing. So I don't want to be, I don't want y'all to get into this thing like I'm trying to talk down about Dominicans. Yes, are, I, I, just, I just really think. That's also because we're all first generation or immigrants ourselves. We're not so. first generation. That's you, bro. Really second generation, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, my, you know what's interesting bad. that we got um that we have a basically a situation and I think in many of our families and I think this also extends to to Cubans in particular 
that we have families coming here for like the past 50 years. We're talking, I got family that started, that arrived in the U.S. My my aunt, Maria Tia Mia, actually got to the U.S. in the, in the mid-60s when that first wave of Dominicans left. And I got family that arrived like in the late 90s. I got family, sure, my cousin Kevin, he just got, he moved to Atlanta last year. Like, bro, like we got we got multiple generations and that like that's a factor too. But it does go into like four and five generations deep and you get into that Puerto Rican territory of having been here so long. Like, yo, that shit is, is definitely a factor as an influencer. We're gonna see this shit evolve. We're gonna see it change. But I, but I think but I think the more and I think my thing is is that the more that we get into this world of technology and things changing as much, if we're able to maintain as much of that culture as possible, I think we, we come up winning. That's why I see it as a good thing. Dominicans adapt. Dominicans, listen, Dominicans are um, survivalists at the, at the end of it. Dominicans, you could put a Dominican anywhere on the planet. And I said this before, and I'll say this again. A lot of my survival in life has been because of the things I learned as being Dominican. Um, so Dominicans are adaptable, and I think it's a good thing that anywhere Dominicans go, Dominicans are A, proud of being Dominican, and B, Dominicans try to hold on to as much of their culture as possible. I don't see, I don't see that conservative thing that I mentioned as being a bad thing. Um, see, I think it's a good thing. With the penguins. What happened? Wait, what? He said we adaptable because we Dominican. So I want to see you in Antarctica with the penguins. <laughs> Man, I ain't going to fucking Antarctica. You could, you could have that. Um, but anyway, that's just the point. That's just the point I wanted to make about that conservative music. I, I mean, Kelvin, I, you seem to still kind of like not being agreeing with it. It's with the word conservative, you're, you're using the word. I get it not being progressive. I get it not being progressive. I understand? I get. I'm with you there. 100 percent is with the word conservative. Um, I think the connotation. Man, you sounded like you sounded like you sounded like me now. Here we go, oh, complaining about words. words. What's good with yeah, you? I think it's a connotation. About words. Like, you understand what he's trying to say. Yeah, but you, but, but Lou, you also said that you Dominicans don't listen to other types of music. I said what? What did I say? Did you, the Dominicans don't listen to outside genres? No, I, I went back and I said the Dominicans do say, and I said that in the chat, and I'll say that again here. Dominicans do listen to a lot of music. My parents, all of our parents listen to artists. A lot. Of so music. why were you saying that we weren't listening to and, Selena, bro? <laughs> no. so so this all, so all, 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 yeah, all this. Yeah, are we ever gonna, are we ever gonna hold on a second? Are nope. we ever gonna get off nope. of this? Off of this? Nope. Are we ever? When you say ever, something okay, no. so absurd that way, but what you're gonna? We're not gonna start talking about this. But when you say things no, 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 we're like gonna that. talk about something. No, we're not. We're not because no, 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 Kelvin no, is not no, in the right mic. No, no, we're not talking about feelings for Yeah, exactly. You need to, Brutus. I'll tell you this. You need to go back and watch some of the footage before. Did he just say females? Wait, hold on. Did he just say females? No, I said feelings. Oh, I thought he said females. Hold on, talking about no females. Wait a minute. Brian, do forget. I never. I mean, there's Hold no problem second. with that. It's it only took yeah. me like one trip to the Campo, which from Santiago to Juncalito, Rinconiano, where my father originated from. Juncalito, mierda, that, that has to be like four, four hours in. For, well, like three hours and an hour. And a, to get there, tienen que saber que no llovió. No ha llovido. Tienen que estar la, la, la carretera seca porque te puede caer de la barranca. 
we took those three three to four hours, bro. And they, all my my two uncle, my uncles and my dad were listening to was ranchera after ranchera after. Ranchera. I'm like, what the fuck? Why are we gonna listen to them? Yeah, people, your bro? uncles are. Yeah, your like, uncles. Are, yeah, your uncles are corny as fuck. I mean, you didn't need to tell me. There you go. You I just I just want to say this to all my Mexican brothers. I do not agree with Brutus on this. He's on his own island with that thought. No, you know what it is, yo, Ke- yo, Casey. Now hold on, Casey is so tiny. Casey, yo, not Casey. Casey. K- 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 <laughs> oh my God! Hold on a second, Mister Words. Fuck your feelings, uh, yo, Casey. <laughs> Casey is so Taino, he was born with fucking feathers in his hair, so you need to chill with that. (laughs) And what is with this anti-Taino? Yeah, bro, what the hell, though? You got some 2% Taino in you, so I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like... You better stop talking until you do their DNA test, bro. You need to embrace that that, That that 2% 2 Taino, bro. Hey, bachata and Tainos. Damn. Damn. No, I don't hate bachata. (laughs) Brazil really took a toll on him. Yeah. (laughs) I don't hate bachata. Oh, wait. I'm going to mute you. I'm going to mute him just because he says Sacaria Ferreira. That's not his name, bro. It's Ferreira, okay? You're muted for 10 seconds. You got two seconds. That's just the Brazilian way of saying it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was going to say, man, I've been in Brazil so long, it fucks up my Spanish. I was talking about Different. Yo, I be talking to my mom sometimes, and she'd be like, "Yo, what did you just say?" I'm like, "Oh shit, my fault." Did you speak in, did you speak in reverse? <laughs> Man, shut the fuck up. Yo, Yo all Lou, I'm gonna get say to is, no, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Oh my no, no, god. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say that I have to say it. First of all, Casey, you want to be Mexican. I feel what like you have Mexican kids in your high school that bullied you, I mean, and then you have to listen to that. No, that's that's heavy Guatemalans in my in our school. Yeah, they Mexican. were bullying you. Mara Salvatrucha was bullying you, and you had to listen to nah, that. Listen to Ricardo. Oh, hey, that's not even Mexican. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing I'm gonna say is, yo, Selena was was she might have been big in your world because oh you had your poster, poster in your This guy, is he's gonna stick to his point. Hold on, let me finish. Oh my god, maybe she was big in your world because you had she you had her poster in your bedroom, and after dark, y'all did a little sign sign. But she wasn't no more bigger than that. That's all I want to say. That's thank you for the time. She wasn't that big, yo. He's trolling, he's trolling. He wants, he's, he's he wants to, to yeah, yeah, we're, we're taking that bait today, bro. That's why we're not talking about it. When you really want to talk about this, we'll talk about it. None to do. I'm gonna put it on the butt. Everybody miserable, like I said last time. Look, Selena would have made it if she would have been alive, but she would not be Beyonce status. She'll be B plus at least. That's number one. Number two. Thank you. That's reasonable. Metal sounds. I put that. She ain't selling out Madison Square. Not selling out. She might. She might sell out. Not selling out Madison Square. No, she's not. Why? I'll tell you why. I will tell you why. I will tell you why. You know why? Um. You know why Romero could sell Madison Square Garden and Staples Center without a problem? We're going to go with the genre of music. Bachata music hits what? better, hits harder than Tejano music. That's number one. There wasn't Tejano music. They just said it, though. That wasn't it, yeah, exactly. Like, you guys don't know yeah, the story. It's not the... Whatever the fuck she was doing, it, it ain't going to hit the way. She's the... It ain't going to hit. That doesn't even make any sense, it wasn't gonna I mean, hit. she's doing, like... 
she's doing like eight different genres on stage. It doesn't, yeah, it it doesn't matter. Old, I mean, it doesn't matter. If she would, if she would have popped off, it does yes. matter. It's a counter argument. You're saying that she does Tejano music, and she she wasn't doing Tejano music by the time she got what, killed. Whatever the fuck, it doesn't what, make any whatever sense. Whatever genre she was on, I'm gonna tell you like this: she would have made it, but she would have made it for that 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 one year when fucking Spanish music was popping, and it was cool to be Spanish. Like that, that one yeah, year, <laughs> that one year, uh, that you know one what year. Came after her, right, Mike? What happened? You know what came after her, right, Mike? What Britney Spears. Who gives a fuck? Now, exactly. That's what I'm saying. If Britney Spears, what the hell are you talking about, bro? She, her, yep, she recorded like three songs in English and two of them were hits. She didn't but, even finish. Because they, she, she, look, if you're gonna tell me that her, Is if you're going to tell me, if you're going to tell me right now that those songs would have hit if she was alive, you're fucking bullshitting. All right? Those they were because no, the first no, one released. Yeah, no, 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 it won. It was not gonna hit. Yo, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about Selena. Here's for another day. I swear to God. Yo, y'all trying to have this conversation when I can't have it. Let's leave it for another day. <laughs> wow, we can leave no, no, we can leave it for another day. I'm just gonna say this one final thing, though. I'm gonna say this one final thing. And we're gonna leave it for the next conversation. The thing, and and it's unfortunate, and I want y'all to take me serious because it's a serious thing, and I'm and I'm gonna actually pray before I say this. It's unfortunate, but it's a fact. In my eyes, and, and please take me serious. No, no bullshit. I don't want to, because it's, 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 it's some thing here. I really do believe that her her untimely death was... You're wrong. You're no, hold on. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. You know, my, you know what let you're going to say. Let, let, him finish. let him finish. Let him finish. Well, let me finish. I just want to make that point. I really do think that her untimely death was the cause of that that boom that she got. And I really do think that looking back at her legacy today as to who she was and who she might have been is is really um, influenced by that untimely death. And, and, my, and my justification for that is how we treat Big Pun, Biggie Smalls, and Tupac. And, and the reason I say that is because for a long time, we call Tupac the greatest rapper of all time. But if you look at what Tupac did rapping-wise and the standards that we have for rap today, rap, Pac, Pac is lyrically not a top a top ten rapper. Oh, you heard we that. We just Mike? really like Tupac, and the way Recent, that he got, re- recently I've been really surprised by Tupac. But go ahead. And and I really do think still that still put an album to the. <laughs> you know, I really do think that the, uh-huh. the way that Tupac died and the way that Biggie died really influenced how we look right. at them and today. No, I, and that's, bro, and that's bro, I mean, we we know we we know what you're gonna say with the thing, right? Like like the death. Is, I'm telling you, a lot of us, uh, listen, a lot of us went into it thinking the same thing about this chick, right? And then when you sit there and you watch the YouTube and you're like, holy shit, at 20 something years old, at 18 years old, commanding the stage like that with her voice, we went in it thinking the same thing. Yet they hype, yet they hype. And then you look at it, you're like, holy shit. You don't got to believe me on that, but is it Casey, a DJ? You're yeah. a DJ, right? Sometimes. You know about music. Right. I spend a lot of time with music. I, I'm i not saying we're right, but like, nigga, the shit, the shit was working and the shit was going to work. I, you want to know? And it yeah, wasn't the, I, I, I'm telling you, it wasn't I, the hype because I, I, I went into thinking the same the thing, shit. I'm under the belief saying it was not going to work. I was saying it was going to work. I'm saying, I, I'm, I'm speaking for me. And I, I think Lou would agree with this too. We're not saying that she wasn't gonna pop off. We could we could dispute the fu- the fact that she was gonna pop off, but the way y'all making it sound like she would have been like Beyonce status, she would not be Beyonce status. That's the part. So I'm who's Beyonce to. status to you? 
Beyonce status? Beyonce. So, so, so. Beyonce. So, so, so okay, there's let's, nobody let's else. Let's, in, let's, give, in, let's, give, let's give that list. You know, people that on, on that top, that top, top, top. Are, no, are you guys no. not going to add Adele in there? No, no, I'm not. Nope. No, you're not gonna add Adele in there. No, nope, I'm not. I will add. Not, not at all. Doesn't not Adele at all. have a diamond record? Who gives a fuck? So does MC Hammer. Listen. Oh, so, so, <laughs> uh, Mar- is Mariah Carey. Uh, Mariah, Mariah Carey part of that. I'll put Mariah. I'll put Mariah. Mariah. Celine Dion. Celine Dion might be there. Celine Dion might be I'll put Taylor Swift before anybody else because just the way she popped off. Um, Taylor. Um, Rihanna. Whitney. 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 I'll put Whitney. Rest in peace. Are you fucking kidding me? You don't think you, you don't think I, Wendy's in that level yeah, of like top tier? Are you serious? We're talking about Beyonce pulling, right? Level. We're talking about pulling, like yeah, like pulling. Not Beyonce, right? Right? They 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 feed, they're feeding her the songs, dude. They they they're writing these things for her. She had the voice. But she she can't the maintain that shit. The majority of good singers don't write their shit. Celine Dion didn't write a good push. No, not Mariah. Not Mariah. Right. Yeah, I say a good portion. I mean, these are singers, these are songwriters, not Taylor good, Swift. I mean, these are songwriters. Selena didn't write most right? of her hits either. What was that? Selena didn't write most of her hits either. Rihanna didn't. Rihanna didn't. Sometimes when you're like a when, when you're like a, a songwriter, it it it's it different level to this ish. So just because you're a great songwriter doesn't mean you could be a, a it doesn't mean you're top ten either. You know what I mean? Let me, let me, okay, so th- this is where you gotta. We're talking about Beyonce's level because of talent, hits. So we're not putting sales in. We're just saying talent and hits. We'll put sales in, too. We're putting sales. We're putting sales. We're putting sales. Diamond records. Because my thing is that Adele, like her first two albums, it it helps. It helps. But it's not an end-all, be-all. Okay, I'll I'll put Adele up there. Okay, you can put that. You can put it on, What I was going to say is about Selena is what you got to go... I I want you guys to go and and watch her, uh, that that, that, um, Astrodome. Just watch like two songs yeah, and watch the medley. The medley, what she opens with, which is like five songs in one, where she sings. Uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna post all, that. All you actually. have to do is yeah. watch that to see how she can, how she sings those songs. That she's 22, 21 at the time. Yeah, yeah it's like, dude, that shit is crazy. That is insane. That, and, that exactly, local. and where she was going, we're talking about talent wise, and she could dance, and she did all her clothes. The ninety percent of the clothes that she wore, she designed herself. <laughs> so she was gonna be. She, she was on a his, different level, yo. Yeah, she that's what I'm saying. Level. So here's the thing. But she's Doritos. Since... No. <laughs> <laughs> Doritos, Lord. Just don't want to make Beyonce comparison. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Since the beginning, I've always given Selena credit for who she was, especially at the no, time no, of her no, no, I've no, never no, said no, she wasn't no, talented. Come on. He said nobody. Nobody in Lord was listening. All she said, but he didn't say. This is what caused the entire Lord and Jersey war. Hold on a second. People in Lord and Jersey. Selena started a civil war, nigga. The five people. I armed myself. I don't know. I already armed myself. So. You got jokes for weeks ready to let them off at any point. I've given Selena credit for who she was at the time she passed. Selena. <laughs> Selena. <laughs> Selena. Don't you dare gentrify her name, Lou. Don't you gentrify her name. <laughs> yeah, for real, bro. Damn. There's Mad Blanquito. Selena. Uh, Mad Blanquito. Yeah, just to piss y'all off, man. Brazil fucking with me. Anyway. That's some loading <laughs> shit right there. Hey, we need to call a truce. Nah, since the beginning, I've always Never. given her props for who Never. she was at the time she passed away. 
She was dope. She she could sing. She could dance. And uh, like Mike said, I think she would have been big. I, I think she could have been big. I really do think so. My my argument that I'm gonna make in terms of that is the following, and I'm gonna be real specific because why is there barking in the background? Like who's barking in the background? Somebody, Yo, somebody tell DMX. I'm in DR. I'm in DR. What the fuck you expect? <laughs> That's Kelvin fucking up my argument. His his argument I'm make about um about why she wouldn't have been, been as big as as Beyonce. The, the 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 reason is has nothing to do with Selena Selena as an individual artist. It has to do with who she is in the construct of American music. First of all, she is a Latina artist of Mexican origin singing Tejano music. For her to be able to capture a wide mass of 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 fans, she's gonna eventually have to drop that type of music. She, she already dropped she that. She was already way. doing no. that. <laughs> it's crazy. How many times we gotta tell you this? You're saying you're saying incorrect things in the middle of it, my nigga. Like that shit is incorrect. But I'm taking that point to to get to my 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 final point. I'm taking. But your point is wrong. Right. But let me make the point, and you're gonna understand what I'm saying. Dang, yo, y'all don't be able to let him finish. Let him finish. Go ahead, Lo. Go, go, ahead. Low. Low. Go. go ahead. Go ahead. My bad. So, in order for Selena to become who she was going to become, she needed to take to drop that music. If she was doing it during her career, I get that. She was already in the process of becoming a pop star. However, in the United States, the core cultural construct for music is built around black music. And she was not going to penetrate that. She was not going to do I that. Me. So, so Britney talk. Spears was able to penetrate that, Christina Aguilera, but then, but but then Selena wasn't going to do it. You, you you listening to what your argument yeah, is? I, I, yeah, yeah. There's the part I, I can't I, I can't agree on that part, Lou, because you know. I, oh, hold on, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, but let go, me ahead go ahead, go ahead. No, because I, I said it from the beginning. I need to make a really specific argument, and you got to say a lot of shit along the way and able to make it. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Just fucking around. we just fucking around. Go ahead. This is what happens when you read that much. Welcome to the Ruckus Podcast. Uh, we are Taylor Swift, and he is Kanye today. <laughs> That's what happens when you read too much. Yo, who, yo, who's Mike in that, bro? Okay, that's okay. Mike's. That's Mike's Mike. Um, so because of the fact that she is a Mexican American. First, second, and third. She's still a Latina in the eyes of the American public. Um, and because of that, that has certain limitations. And she, she would have had to penetrate so many different social circles. She would have also had to um, claim a certain cultural identity, which would have eventually backlashed depending on oh, which cultural group was going to get mad at the time. Oh, but let me make the argument, my mother. Well, Jesus, my man. Finish, kid. <laughs> Real, bro. I know you love and you trying to like whack off to yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I really do, and I really do think she would have had a, a problem within the United States because we don't accept 
Latino stars being as big as black stars. The, the United States is not ready for that yet. And I think you would have had a lot of black, you would have had a lot of black people feeling resentment towards her because of that success, especially because she was a, a light skinned, non-indigenous looking, or she, I mean, she, 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 you could tell she had indigenous roots, but you would have had a lot of resentment towards that. So in the, in the United States, we accept our stars in music as white women, white men. Yes. And in music, Black people, it, it, music in the United States is one of the few places where black people actually get to shine with no limitations. That in sports, you don't have that same freedom in politics, in, in academia, in so on and so forth. And so you, you would have had a lot of resentment and she would have had to tap into black music in order to expand her career. And black people would have said, would have been resentful to that because there is a lot of resentment towards Latinos amongst black people because you uh, by black people we've had this argument before because the Latinos are now being pinned as an enemy to the black struggle and and because of issues with racism and so on and so forth and so I think she would have had to overcome so many different obstacles and she would have eventually ended up in the same space that JLo has now and that space that JLo has now is a created space in America where tomorrow if J if JLo isn't um performing there another Latino artist is going to take that and I think Bad Bunny is the guy that's in that space right now um he's retired he's don't even go there and, and, and so that's what I'm saying. And, and I think Bad Bunny, even though he's having a major amount of success, and I think he is good at what he does and he, good music and all of that, um, I think there's going to be a limitation to his success because of those things that I mentioned okay. before. Yeah, I'm, that's a whole other thing. That's crazy. I'm, Lou. I made it, I made an argument. Now you okay. guys can disagree with it. We all disagree. All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> other than other than the fact that we all disagree, but just to get to the specifics, <laughs> no, 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 just to get to the specifics, um, what do you see with music going on right now? Oh hell no! Don't give him that question. Specifically, no, no, specifically Latin artists being involved we, in American we, we music. We need to debunk this. We gonna let him rock? No, you could debunk it. I'll answer his question, but you can debunk it. That is still on the table. Uh, uh, Cal, what do you mean specifically? What do I see in music? Like, give me a specific. Specifically, Latin artists in um, in American music. Right. I mean, uh, I, to be, I'm gonna. Have you not seen? Have you not seen the increase in Latin artists in American music? No, I've definitely seen. I've definitely seen the increase of Latin. I've seen the increase of of Latinos in 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 mainstream spaces. I, I see that influx, and I see um, a lot of the Latinos who are now second generation, third generation. Um, becoming more prominent in the music and entertainment industry, so, uh, partially because they've grown up here, they have a control over the language, they, and and all, and they're using their culture to to produce fantastic music. So, and and I think maybe in 10, 20... go ahead. I'm sorry, what? Most of the, no, no. I'm just gonna, I was just gonna say most of the artists that are having that crossover effect aren't raised here. Well, it, it does speak to a certain uh, a certain issue in in um, in Hollywood where you have a lot of Latino artists who are actually of Latino descent, and this is an old thing, and they don't ever say that they're actually Latino. And and we and we know that about a lot of artists who um, were were black Latinos, black Dominicans, black Puerto Ricans, black Cubans, who needed to pretend that they were black Americans in order for them to get parts. Yeah. And right. so this is so and, yeah, that's so, Hollywood. So that's Hollywood. No, no, no. And Hollywood, I'll, I'll I like I like to separate. No, no, just just to be specific, I like to separate Hollywood acting from music because within the Hollywood sphere, 
what I consider acting and stuff like that, movies, it's still, I, I'll agree with you there. It still is uh, not something that's been penetrated by the, uh, by the Latin community at, to the extent that I see music being penetrated um, here in the United States specifically. Um, and I mean, in some cases, even worldwide, we can see with how um, the Despacito did on it on its own, uh, being as big as that was, um, and the amount of crossover that we're having now with uh, black artists and Latin artists together, specifically black artists, because it you don't see it as much with white artists um, in music. Right. But he, I'll give you a great example. I look at Amara La Negra. I, th- I really do think that if Amara La Negra had marketed herself as an African-American, she would have had a different career. I agree. She, wouldn't have, I she agree. probably wouldn't have, she wouldn't have had the difficulties that she has as a black Latina woman. That, right. Um, so, in, I mean, 100% agree with you there, but that's also because she is a Afro-Latina, right? Most of these I, artists I, that are having, is, most of these artists that are having that crossover effect are not for Latino. No, they light skin. They like the which, which is which yeah, which speaks right. to like my Sa- point. Like Selena. Which Does speaks to fits? my point. Yeah, exactly. So if it's to my point that I was saying that in order for her to become big, she would have had to penetrate so many different social circles that are very difficult to penetrate. And she still would have been a Latina in the United States and she still would have been classified as the other. And we have to remember that even though Latinos quote unquote make up a large percentage today of the quote unquote minority population, um, Latinos don't have the same social power, that soft power that for example, black people have. When you talk mm-hmm. about the Latino, oh, and then the other thing is that Latinos are not a monolith. Even within Mexican culture and Guatemalan culture and Salvadorians, even amongst Dominicans, Capitaleños and, and Cibaeños. But nobody's true. a monolith. No, they're not. But I'm saying that we have to consider all of these different things when you're talking about because Selena as a Latino artist to white audiences, she's a Latina because Latinos are all the same. But to us internally as social groups, um, we don't we don't uh, we are not all going to see so her. J-Lo, a J-Lo's a Latina are, artist. Yes. To white people, to white people, she is a Latino artist. To us, she's a Puerto Rican artist. You see what the distinction? I'm ah. So 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 jo- so, Joel, so Joel Ortiz is a, is, a, is a Puerto Rican rapper. To us, he's he's more. Tell that to tell it to his face. Tell Joel that he's a Puerto Rican rapper. He'll slap the shit out of you. He's talking about the change repeatedly. He might. He might. You know what it is? I'll stop you from there. You know what it is? I hate that shit, bro. You know what it is? He might slap the shit out of us, but through the masses, they're just gonna look at him as a Puerto Rican rapper, or he's gonna get the big pun effect, or they're gonna say, "Yo, he's dope," but he's dope for a Puerto Rican rapper. They don't say he's a dope rapper. Thank you. It's true though, KC. Listen, <laughs> folks, when we when we talking about hold on a second, when we when we talking about Latinos in hip hop, this is what I'm talking about: penetrating circles. This is one of the the difficulties. Oh, not oh, to oh. say that the immigrant struggles are worse, but I'm saying Fat Joe has been in hip hop for 30 years. Ain't nobody putting nothing on Fat Joe's name. He is one of those dudes that walks into any room, he gets respect. But Joe is still a Latino in rap. Black hip hop is still a black art form, and us as Latinos, even though okay, we've been okay, here, bro, now, now you're going into now you're going into like we never said that Selena was going to cross over into hip hop. You said the American market, which I, I I'm telling you, you're wrong because we already seen other which artists now. right after that who went into the American market. The American is not only black, but here's the thing. Okay, and the okay, market so the, and the market at the time wasn't okay. Hip-hop. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I got a question. When that Latin invasion was popping up back in '99 from Mark Anthony. 
um, Enrique Iglesias, Ricky Martin, J-Lo. You could throw Big Fun there. Christina Aguilera. Out of those people who are still relevant to this day, and when I mean relevant, I mean they could sell out to us. You know what I mean? The Latin community. If Mark Anthony does a show in, that, in Madison Square Garden or somewhere in Boston, the Latino artist will go show up. Is it going to be the same white artist he had in 99? No. Exactly. But still, he's still going to sell out. Mark Anthony just doesn't released matter. an album like two, three years ago. It doesn't matter. He got, it doesn't matter what we're trying to say is when we're trying to get to white world, it's a whole different ballgame. To us, it doesn't matter because we're going to be loyal to the music. You know what I mean? Bro, you want me to, to tell you something? Nobody nobody sells out more than Latino artists in these venues right now. Like, okay, Ro- well, Romeo, nobody, question, nobody has done what Romeo did in New York. And this is any American artist. Okay, my, exactly, exactly. So what I'm uh, saying that what, what I get what Lou is saying. I, I get what Lou is saying. When you have to go to that world, when you got to go to IE White World to get that audience, you know what I'm saying? How long can you get that audience and keep them faithful? When, when it comes to us, no problem. We're gonna show up, no problem. You know what I'm saying? But when it got to get to that eye, to that audience, yeah. to you know me, to make sure you. But you're not taking. But you don't have to break. You don't have to break that. You don't have to be part of that white world to make millions and millions of dollars because you're you're still selling but you out. You need that notoriety. You still, you try to you try to expand your you try to expand your fan base when you can't fill out um Madison Square Garden. But if you could with just Puerto Ricans, then you you good because. You, you, I mean, you're making your money. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. Yeah. And that's my point, Crack. And my point is that's that... That's not your point. Um, Selena, that's not no, your point. No, um, my point is that <laughs> Selena would have had to dip into black culture in order no, for her no, to... Yo, bro, J, if J-Lo did it, she, she couldn't have done it. So don't, don't, don't give me that. Only, the she could have done it and way better. J-Lo still got to go to White Rock to get me to get this shit. J-Lo still got to go to White Rock. J-Lo... J Lo took black culture to white people, Thank you. and and that's what Thank made her you. relevant. That's what I'm saying. J Lo literally Thank took you. black she music, didn't go there just made it, and then sold it to white people. She had to go. To, she didn't go that as yeah, exactly. 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 J Lo only became relevant. Oh, the only reason J Lo is relevant is because she was with Puff Daddy, yes. a hip hop man. And then she literally spent her career making hip hop influenced music, Jenny from the Block, all this shit with Ja Rule, all of big that pun. shit. And then she took that big pun. And then she took that, and now she's and now she has um she does the stage in Las Vegas. She's selling out to white people. Yeah, she, you 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 gotta understand. You gotta understand. In order for you to make it in America, did she penetrate the market? You make, your point is just, you your point, Lou. Your point is that she wouldn't have penetrated the market. That I'm telling you by no, seeing saying, that that she would have. Selena wouldn't have. Been, Selena would not have been as big as Beyonce because of the things I've laid out. Yeah. I'm making so, a okay, really okay. solid so, argument. So say this. So say this. And, and you're, I, you're saying your your point is that she wouldn't have been big, maybe in the United, as big as her in the United States. I still dispute that. But throughout, we're talking about the whole world. The world is bigger than the U.S., Lou. You okay, gotta get and, that and out of your mind, say, and, and you know, okay, let me finish, okay, no, let me finish no, no. my point. And then also, ahead, you're, you're forgetting that now these Spanish rappers are, are I mean, these um, American or, or, or rappers, uh, hip hop artists, want that Spanish market bad. You know, Nicki Minaj made a song with Carol G, right? You know that Tiger made a song with El Alfa, bro. Like these, all these rappers are now doing these songs with these Spanish artists, J yeah. Balvin, White Cowter, exactly. 
okay. here's the thing, though, man. Here's the part you're dismissing. Regardless, they could sell out to Italia, they could sell out to Japan, but it's nothing like that American fan base. It's nothing like that American dollar. It's you're nothing wrong. like that American. Tell that. No, tell that to the. Tell that to the, market. tell that to the Asian market. Tell that to the Asian market. The Asian Yo, market made your boy LeBron flip. BTS, the Asian. So you guys. So it's interesting. You guys want to bring in the international market, no, and I'm gonna make the though. same point. Hold on a second. I'm, uh, you guys want to make this thing? No, you you guys want to bring in the international markets, and I'm gonna give you uh, concrete examples about the international market. There is a place for Spanish-speaking artists outside of the United States, but if you compare that to what is black culture in those very same spaces, the Latino the Latino um, demand diminishes. And even when Latino artists try to penetrate non-American spaces, they still have to do they still have to do black culture to do so. Yep. And, and, and I'm going to give you a great example. I'm going to give you a great example. I'm in Brazil. If you are a Spanish speaking artist, you are not making it in Brazil. Brazil is literally the third largest media market in the fucking world. So Baboni, it is the third. But nobody fucking knows who Bad Bunny is here. Nobody what? fucking cares who Bad Bunny is here. He does That's not play crazy. on the fucking radio. He he. Nobody gives a fuck about Bad Bunny here. Some man, people who are into the music business, not nah, some people who are into the music business, love music. Yeah, they know who he is. The only reason they know that Bad Bunny exists is because they they like American culture, foreign culture, not because he's a Spanish. Brazilians don't like Spanish speaking music. So he, he just gave us the current. But you know, ahead, but you know who is big here? You know who is big here? Beyonce's big here. Jay-Z's big here. Any black artist who comes and sets foot in Brazil sells the fuck out. Lauren Hill came, sold the fuck Snoop out. Snoop sells out there. I know for a fact Snoop got a fuck. crazy fan base in Brazil. I know for a fact Snoop. Right. So, so I mean, so, so, like so name a current artist. Name a current. So Selena just has to sing in English then to sell on Brazil, right? No, no, she doesn't. I'm not. No, what I'm saying is even even if she's, no, no, no. Hold on a second. Yeah, but she, she barely spoke Spanish, so I mean, Spanish is not stopping her. That, that, he doesn't no, so it's not just the speaking Spanish part. It's having the notoriety that comes with it. So she could have sung. What? She could have sung, nah, sung, right. sung in Spanish. She could have sung in Spanish. She could have sung in English. What but, about in order, but in order for her to pen, Shakira isn't big here. Get the. Shakira, she's not she big. Was, she I'm was big. She was never big then. We're not saying she, no, she was big. big there. We're not saying she was never big. She's wait, wait, wait. She wasn't big. I said nah, there. That's, that's what I said. She was never that. big there. That's what I'm saying. She, she, she wasn't big here. The people knew who she was. She, she, people know who these these artists are, but they're not big like Beyonce big. This is what I'm telling you. And part of the reason, and pay attention now, part of the reason why Beyonce is always going to be bigger, for example, in Brazil, is because 54% of the population in Brazil is fucking black. That's why. Right. So, name a, but but listen, yeah, listen, I I I understand the Beyonce point, I really do, and and it's just it's I get it, right? You make a good point, but there's something about the tone, nigga, that it sounds like it's like really just a beat. You know, like 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 it's something else. Is the undertone player? And it doesn't make sense to me. Yo, you know? I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool with like I'm cool. I'm cool with you having Beyonce at the A plus plus level. But there's another the tone. Right to bring, but then, but then when you bring down Selena, when you say Selena, you're like, oh, she's like you know C plus around. Yeah, yeah she's cool. C, B plus, like, B plus. Yeah, like, like, like it doesn't make any sense. Like, like gonna be there's weird undertones there, man. Like, gonna be and then they get you really you diminish you diminish her work. 
and you right. diminish what what when, when you don't need what, to like to make, talent, to make your point like the yeah. literal talents that right. that woman right. had to make your point and that doesn't make when when when, when, when you're trying to make your point by the way well, hold on let me just get say this sentence right quick by the way the number one song on Spotify in Brazil is Hawaii by Maluma I just dropped my mic. Columbia. Yeah, and, and I don't even know the and song, Brazil. but is it a Spanish song? Yes. Yeah. It's Maluma, it's, nigga. It's, that's, that's a Hispanic artist. I don't know the song. But he's Colombian. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 fine. I'm, I'm not going to disagree that it, that Brazilians can listen to other musics, that Brazilians are going to go to Spotify. With the internet today, you have this influx of international music. I, I totally get that. What I'm saying and is that... that was, um, but that what I'm saying point. is, but what I'm saying is, Maluma is not going to sell out Maracana Stadium. I don't know what, how many people does that see. Two hundred. No, Maracana Stadium holds at, at, at full capacity ninety thousand people. He's not selling Nobody that out. Nobody does that type of shit. It's fifty. Nobody. He's not selling. He's not selling out Maracana Zinho, which is right right next to it, and it's thirty thousand. He's not selling it out. I would say uh, because yeah, motherfuckers because... did motherfuckers did rock concerts in Brazil and fucking so yeah. like so hundreds they of thousands of fucking okay so oh, so let's talk oh, about that yeah, so, so, so hold on no no but, but there's something specific that I want to get to you because every artist that you name that that you say that's big in um in Brazil is artists that are fairly old now you haven't named one recent within like let's say the last five years what's an artist within the last five years here from the United States. That could go to Brazil and and uh, put up a concert. Shakira, Rihanna. Five years, dude. Rihanna's She's been around big. for over ten. What, right. what I said within the last five recent? years. Yeah. What recent artist that you would consider that you think could go down there and sell out a, 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 a pop a smoke? Is <laughs> it <a> pop smoke? <laughs> I'm thinking. No, I'm, I'm trying to think of you know actually. No, no, I'm no that's do. fine. I'm not rushing you. I'm not rushing you. I'm, no, no, it's no, just I, a it's legit a good, question I had. No, it's a good question. What I'm gonna do is uh, I'm gonna look at the Rock and Rio uh, roster for last year. And the reason I bring that up because Rock and Rio is one of the largest um, concerts in the world. It's a four day festival. Do Rock and Rio. Why not? Because it is a group of artists that go down there, if I'm correct, right? To uh, to perform. So you want to call so it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't, it doesn't really give. It doesn't really give. Yeah, it doesn't give really like accurate answers. Uh, well, the reason, accurate the reason numbers I bring for in, each no, artist. But the reason, but the reason I bring in um, uh, Rock and Rio is because those major artists they're only coming to Brazil during a Rock and Rio. Um, yeah, well, listening to Despacito that's, or, or, that's or not? Yeah, I just wasn't fucking with Despacito. No, Despacito was huge here. Despacito was 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 massive everywhere. It just yeah, like watch, uh, watch Despacito two come out, bro. This is it's gonna be over. Gangnam Style was still here, but you know a lot of artists, uh, the big name artists, they're not coming here on a world tour. They're not they're not gonna come. And if they do come to Brazil, they're going to São Paulo, um, uh, and they're gonna do they're going to Rio a few days, bro. No, they're not coming here. People are not coming to because because the cost of the tickets for you to go see. Um, you know, like Lauren Hill. When when Lauren Hill came, when was this, bro? I think when was this? This was last year, I think. Last year, oh, Lauren Hill. Ago. I'm gonna Google this, bro. You know that, right? But she's also, but and that's fine. But she's also, like I said, she's also a well-established artist. No, because I'm looking here and old. Paul McCartney. I, I'm gonna start using the word well-established. I was gonna say, <laughs> and Paul McCartney so, in Maracana Stadium in 1990 sold 184,000 people. 1990, when there was no internet, none of that bullshit. He sold out 180,000 people in Maracana Stadium. I'm trying. I'm gonna see Lauren Hill now. Oh no! So so let so no. Lauren Hill showed. She did it in São Paulo. She did I think 10,000 people. 
And the, and the tickets were super expensive. Right. This was last year. Uh, so the thing about Paul people. McCartney. So the thing about Paul McCartney is that you also have to understand what Brazilians and a lot of Latin American countries, not just Brazil, rock music is extremely no, fucking popular. It was eight thousand people, bro. Yeah. Yeah, it was like rock eight to ten thousand people. In, in some part. <laughs> Why? Because you were mentioning you were mentioning stadiums of ninety and eighty thousand people, and then you talk about Lauryn Hill. She sold eight thousand, bro. Come on, your your comparisons are all over the place. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not saying nothing. That's not bad for Lauren Hill selling 10,000 people in Brazil. It doesn't, they don't speak English. Of course when, when was the last time? When was the last time that Lauren Hill? When was the last time that Lauren Hill had a song out? It's been 20 years since she had out any new music. No, so. and that and that's fine. But for her, to I, see what K, I see what KC saying too, though. We're talking about real numbers. Let's, let's talk about big, yes. big numbers. So we talking about big bands. Any rock band that comes to Brazil is gonna is gonna fill up the Maracana Stadium, which is ninety thousand people. That's not like any rock band goes anywhere in Central or South America is gonna sell a lot. The only place where exactly. you don't hear that shit is in the. But that's in rock. Rio. That's not hip hop or anything like black. Madonna. So okay. So Abram Abram made a, a really interesting distinction, and I'm and I'm gonna talk to that. And this is gonna go back to the Selena to Selena point, is that rock music in Brazil is extremely popular. It's gonna sell out anywhere. It doesn't matter who. Automatic. Automatic. Beyonce is the other. Well, it doesn't sell out in the U.S. What? It might not sell out in the U.S. I'm talking about in the, Latin the America. Rock, the rock doesn't sell out in the U.S. like that. Come Are you on. serious? Are you not, anymore. not anymore. Are you serious? Yeah. Like, I mean, unless it's a band that's coming back, like getting back together for a reunion tour, it's not selling out like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, pop, it's it's hip hop and R and B influenced music. I mean, that's what yeah, dominates like everything. Like, 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 like these guys, these guys, these guys, these guys, these guys, and if you do, who are like the rock artists that's popped right now? No, not like I said. I don't know about rock artists. Exactly. Exactly. Like that. You don't even know what's popping. What, what I do, no, no, no. But what I do see, but what I do see that sells a lot is again the reunion tours. Rage got back together last year. That shit sold out. Fucking like the first day. Yeah, reunion. reunion when the when really the food, when the Foo Fighters did their last tour together, that shit sold out instantly. Well, I mean the thing, oh, yeah. and, the thing, and, and shit like the that. The thing about but it too, but you well, don't I mean well, those numbers for current. Well, that's not fair too because if you look at the yes. at the hip hop department, when it comes to like big big like arena stuff, like the only people that's really selling like that is Kendrick Cole and, and Drake. You know what I'm saying? So outside of that, this is also true. Bro, I, love, I, I, I love, I, I, I mean, I love Kendrick, but I don't think Kendrick is selling, is, is selling out. Um, Kendrick sells. Ma- Ma- Madison Maybe. Square Garden four oh, times go, go in a row. Yes. Go, go online. Oh, he definitely go online, is. Three times in a row. Kendrick will sell. He's low key. He's low key. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's two or three. The point could sell out the garden. Right. What? I mean, he knows it'll, it'll probably drive him crazy. Like, it drove Lauren Hill crazy, Dave Chappelle, True. right? Like, True. diving right into that dominance will drive you nuts. It will. And there's only, there's very few people, I think maybe Jay Z and Nas and a few other hip hop artists who are able to carry the weight of that mega superstardom. Um, it's not easy. But the thing, and, the, and I'll just make this final point just to finish off the question about rock and roll. And then just to finish it off with Selena, once again, it's just a perspective. In Latin America, rock and roll is going to sell out. If Kiss came back, ACDC, Queen, you know, Freddie Mercury, rest in peace. If any of these bands came today, they're going to sell out. Hip-hop, oh, excuse me, Beyonce will sell out. 
Kendrick might not sell out in Brazil. Kendrick, uh, Cole might not sell out. Nas, so on and so forth. But Beyonce will sell out in Brazil. Those are the two extremes of music that are going to do really well here. Selena as an artist, whatever lane she would have chosen would have been kind of smack dab in the middle of that spectrum, rock and roll, uh, hip-hop, R&B. And because of that, I also think that would have been to her detriment when we're talking about her success outside of the United States. So we're talking about Latin America specifically. Because she's not a rock band... Uh, because she's not a, a, a hip-hop R&B artist, I think that would have also been somewhat to the detriment of her, which, again, I use uh, J-Lo or maybe even a Shakira as an example of that. So, again, I don't want to take away from Selena as an artist. I don't want to say she was whack. Um, and I think my, my, my tone towards what you guys were saying, because I really do think that you guys are overplaying her without taking into consideration... No, I'm just saying. Like this by calling y'all bitches. No, we gotta, we gotta just end it. Yeah, because go ahead. Tell Beyonce there's so more than her in Mexico and fucking or in Colombia and shit like that, bro. There's gonna be, there's gonna be countries where she's gonna do better. Now you're talking about my man. You're gonna lose that argument. You think, you think, you think gonna sell out Africa? <laughs> what? Damn, the whole continent. Like I said before, okay, man, like okay, the okay, Beyonce, okay. Beyonce argument is a strong argument. Okay, I get that argument. There's some undertones. There's some undertones. Is Selena going to sell out South Africa? Because the only Latin point that comes to mind. No, no. I mean, I already answered that. No, and and I'm getting and 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 I'm agreeing with you that Beyonce is probably way above that league. I get it. But for B plus like and the undertones that's like mediocre music, I think y'all no, wrong. That's, that, 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 that's, that's what it is. No, 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 not mediocre. I get a B plus in, in, in school. I'm kind of happy. You know what it is? I'm kind of happy. I'm going to do it like this. I'm going to do it like Michael, this. Let me ask you a question. Okay, go ahead, What's Mike. Up? I want to ask you a question after that. Go, no, up? no, go ahead. Say that. That's what well, I was, I was I was going to say, we don't know where Lou stands. My thing is that you, where do you think that, who can you compare her success would have been like? Selena? Uh, Selena. Selena. Selena, it would have been, it would have been that, that year, that year from the 99, that one year that fucking Spanish was popping, she would have been in that league. Yeah, but one year. This ain't give her one year. Can I finish? 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 All right, listen. She would have popped up in that one year, 99, to get that white audience. And then, <laughs> motherfuckers, can I fucking finish? <laughs> go ahead, yeah, The closest thing I'm, I'm thinking, if you want to go there, I'm going to think about that one year where Ricky Martin had that fucking crazy one with La Vida Roca when he fucking oh. saw like a hundred million rockets. What the fuck? So she's a one-hit one. Nah, yeah, she would have gone. No, 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 she no, 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 no. finish. She would have gone that far, but okay. then once, it once, like, you know, she, she got... She she would have she would have been done with White World, you know what I mean, and got the, the fan base she had to get with White World. She would have came back just like the way Mark Anthony came back, just like the way Enrique Iglesias came back, and they would have they would have catered more to that Latin demographic audience and would have sold more to that. So that's for that. Because what I'm saying, that year when all those fans were popped off, they popped off the White World. But then once their career started, like you know, wasn't popping the way it was on Main Street, they came back to they they came back to Latin World and they were able to get a core base. So that loyal fan base would have continued. And that's what I mean with Selena. She would have popped up with a mainstream audience. She would have been up there. She would have been right on that level. You know what I mean? Gone, gone a couple of times platinum. Once she was done with that, 
She would have gone right. back to that world, to Mexico world, and done whatever genre she was doing at that party to get to that audience. <laughs> no, I mean she's a, she's a lot better singer than than J Lo. We know it's that. Not, right? It's not that. It's not about being a better singer. It's talking about having that core base of demographic to make sure she can that maintain that career. So I, that's why. I right, but but I think I think her talent transcends that. And then you had you had Ricky Martin and yep. and Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony can sing, obviously. Yeah. But you know, it, it, it's a white older white guy. Like he's just not gonna sell like that, right? Exactly. This is a beautiful, tall Tejano woman, light skin with long ass hair. I mean, she's gonna sell. I'm not saying I, I didn't mean, say she. Was, I didn't say it's a non-argument. You're giving her. You're giving her nice I'll be I'll be even nicer since she would at least gone four times platinum. That's how nice I'm going with y'all. And when she went to White World, yeah, nice. Thank, thank you. Are you so considerate? She barely went platinum dead. You know what? You know that Ricky Ricky sold eleven million. Look at she that. sold seven million. And hey, that's, that's me being year, nice. I'm, that's me being nice. 80. Selena was not touching eleven million markets. That's that just me being nice. You know what I mean? What? Yo, go check out many records she did after that poster Plasma's album. Do me a, do me a favor, the, the, the Google man. Check how many records she's done. Yeah, KC, KC, go ahead and Google that, KC. Well, KC I'm, go ahead I'm, and I'm pretty sure you went 36 times platinum, and Dreaming of You went 59, 59 yeah. times platinum. Yeah, but it's a different standard. <laughs> it's a hundred. They put parentheses to lie. Yeah. No, that's, that's a hundred. That's a hundred thousand, I believe. Yeah, in, Mexico, in, uh, hundred thousand platinum. Yeah. Yeah, that English so album, how much is sold? 59, that's 5.9 million. That's 5.9 million. There you go. Yeah, just about. So, 5. so she, 9 she went 5 times platinum on, 5. The, on, the, on that English album? She, she went 5 times platinum. Yeah, when she was still yeah. alive. Oh, the album dropped when she, she died. died the, Spanish, the, Spanish, the, the English album dropped drop when she died. I'm talking about the English album. Yeah, she she sold it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 5.9. 5.9 million. Five, so, 5.9. So she went 5.9 million. times platinum. Yeah. 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 Almost six. Correct. In, in okay, US, so, yes. Bam, there we go. I'll, I'll give her that. Five, two releases already gone four or five times platinum. So that means we'll, we'll, we'll play, we're going to play the accurate game. You know what I mean? Alive, I'll give her that. Four times times platinum. You know what I mean? And let, we'll, we'll, we'll play that game. That but then died. you have. But then, all right, hold on. To the other point, the Spanish album that came out while she was alive is 36 times platinum Latin, which is 3.6 million US. Well, she was still alive. How much? She, she was still alive. Now, now, she, now, listen, careful, had, now double she went check all that. Those four double times check that because, like, um, no, I know the way, right like, now. I know the way the Latin thing does the platinum thing. It's not the same way like the U.S. does. The... It's a hundred thousand. That's a hundred thousand. We just said oh, that. So that's a hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, we just said that. So she wouldn't even. It's official. Yeah, yeah, so, so, so thirty-six times would be three point six. So three. So she would have done like three million copies. Oh, Give or take three, three million copies. She was she was a talented she was a talented okay, artist. Okay, so three or five million copies. So it goes to my point. She would have made it, but she ain't touching. She she wouldn't be on that on that fucking top of the tier status. She would have sold records. But oh she, my god. Okay, let, let, let's get this straight. I don't Be think Beyonce, that's the yeah. argument that's being yeah, made. Yeah, that mic. Beyonce is LeBron. That's like elite. That's like top tier. Like I wouldn't. I I, I don't say that she would have been like Beyonce, but I said she would have been way big. I'm talking about, uh, yeah, like, like bigger than J Global. to me, bigger than J Lo, like way bigger For than J Lo. Her first English album, the Laundry Service Joint. You know how much she sold in of that album? Like Ooh, after no man, Shakira, ah. Shakira, Shakira sold 12 million copies of that record in the U.S. alone of that album. 
And what she did the, that all like in a year and a half. Oh, wow. What was the top song are... on that album? What was the top that song? Whenever, whatever. And, you know, Hipstone Lyle, let's say, that came afterwards. But it was because of so the... big And so big, that speaks to the point that I was making earlier, is that for Selena to be able to penetrate those markets, she would have had to buy... Uh, You're Emilio Stefan, like everybody basically, else did. Basically, for her to pop punching that nigga to help her out. <laughs> Yeah, man, because America's because I, I said this again and I'll say it again. In the United States, our default culture when it comes to music is black culture. The 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 American art form, if, if America today was to decide that it had its genre of music to represent, it's jazz music. You could say that that's jazz fine, music but is you also here. have like like you're, you're... <laughs> no, it's not, not... So, so Shakira did it, but but Selena wouldn't have been able to do it. Is what I'm no, that's not what I'm, saying. Saying what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that for Selena. For Selena to be able to get to the point of, let's say, even being considered as a Beyonce, she would have had to buy. She would have been obligated to to take black music to get her there, which isn't a problem. Okay. I'm not, say, and I'm not look saying it, that's a problem. Look, no, at, look Mike, at the video that we posted. That I posted on the look at the video I posted on the chat, and and see how her influence from black music was. John, she John, would, John, how, how she would start her performance. Okay, she? That she, the comparison we're not making is to Beyonce. We're just saying she would have been, a, she wouldn't have been a major star, but it's not that she would have been a Beyonce. And Lou and Mike keep going back to that for some yeah, reason. Yeah, we, like, we like that's not what the point. Well, okay, is, but here's the thing: we're, we're going to, off back. We're saying at least give her an A. <laughs> I give her a B plus. I give her B plus. You see, there you go. I mean, you just said 1999, bro. You just said 1999. You're basically giving pretty shit. I'm being nice. I'm being considerate. Yo, my, and you're being nice? Damn, nigga. Damn, son. I say it hurts, man. Hey, man. It does. There you go. Yo, hold on a second. Real quick. I just did any, Has anybody popped into the WhatsApp group at all? No, I've been talking about it. I just realized. For whatever reason, Alex, you, Alex was having a conversation with him, himself <laughs> about what we were talking about on the podcast. He was like, like, he's so like, yeah, Cardi B equals J-Lo. Lou, you can't speak for a whole country. How do you know that? Great question. Pop smoke equals Selena. We do. We got to do this. <laughs> Pop smoke yo, 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 Selena. Yo, yo, like, I like the ODB from the squad right now. Seriously? Is, is, he, like, is he like the ODB? This man is. is... Just got to watch out for him. That shit was hot. I, 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 th- I think he still wants to talk about aliens, and we haven't gotten to that yet. <laughs> he did. Yo, that shit is hilarious, man. He loved. He loved. Yo, anyway, man. Anyway, about the whole, about the whole. I know, I know that that's not the argument big that you were making. That's the argument that I was making. And, Lou, what's and your you can't make an argument to an argument. Like, you... <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, Lou. What's your grade? My grade for Selena. Yeah, what you giving her? C minus. Um, Beyonce's nah, A plus plus. No, I'm giving at the time at the time of her of her passing. I think she was a B plus. I think she was on her way to becoming an A an A an A list star. I just don't think. Now that where she, she was. Now where she was. Where do you think she would be? I think she would have been an A. She would have been an A list star. I think she would have been an A star. I think she had the potential. She had the talent for it. And I think she, you know, had she made the right decisions, she would have gone big time. And I, and I don't, I don't, I don't, there's no indication that she wouldn't have made those decisions. Um, the, and, and then I just want to make this point because uh, I just remembered and I wanted to, to say this earlier. And, and, you know, Josh had spoken about um, my, my tone. I think part of it is for me internally, this is me. And I'm not saying that anybody 
I think part of it is that for me, Beyonce represents something very special. Not, I'm not a Beyonce fan per se, but what she did at Coachella. It transcends music. Excuse me. It transcends music. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I think I think I think what she did at Coachella that if if you're anything involved in Black culture and you see what she did there, it was it was phenomenal. Was, I think that was it, amazing. It was, that was beautiful. It was a, that was it was yeah fucking incredible. And, and I, you know what she did, what she did with lemonade. I think you know anybody that knows anything about Candomblé and 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 Oshun, she 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 built a bridge across the diaspora that is very important for me to highlight right yeah, now. Palabra. She did. My man, you need a dictionary <laughs> for Christmas, <laughs> bro. Español tuyo está. I'm complimenting you, you idiot. Coño, tú no sabes. Okay, my fault, DJ Taino. My fault, DJ Taino. Lou, Lou, mándale, mándale dicen a an audible because he won't read the book. Exactly, he'll read the cover, but nothing else. Just read it to him. Just read it to him. Um, so 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 Beyonce it. did something I mean <laughs> in, incredible. She <laughs> she built a bridge um across not only um countries, she built a bridge across religion, she built a bridge across across politics because that question about you know black in the diaspora is really important. Um and <laughs> did I say something? No, Abram, man. Nigga said, read it to him. El Diablo. We get yeah, it. Louis. Exactly. This man loves Beyonce so much that he brought her into the conversation, but we never said shit. <laughs> nah, but, but, yo, but did you hear the first thing yeah, I said? I, I said, I'm not a Beyonce fan. I said that. I'm not a Beyonce yes, fan. Oh, my God. Yo, I'm dying. <laughs> Be the audible to KC that Selena is to us. <laughs> read him another story. <laughs> He can read it to him. Yo, where's Alex when you need him? Yeah, Yo, fuck. That should have been on fire all day. He would have popped in like, hey, hey, y'all talking about Floyd Mayweather can't read? when the university of columbus said that a professor, a uh, five-time PhD winner, I don't know what the fuck I just said, said this. Listen, but, but before I say that, I want to say this. I haven't proved my point yet. You know why? You know why I want to continue? Because every time I talk, my conversations generate memes. Y'all need me here. So, oh, deal with yo, he's just like SP when he's trying to sell Metro PCS. Metro PCS was founded in the 1990s <laughs> by a company in Florida. Like, my nigga, can I just get a $30 plan and get the fuck out? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. Next podcast, next podcast I'm going to mute my microphone and I'm going to see what y'all have to talk about. That shit gonna be Casey. hilarious. <laughs> Damn, man. Damn, I'm gonna say some ignorant shit <laughs> just to get you to talk. 
Yo, it's just gonna be. I'm just gonna say some wild shit, and then you're gonna be like, oh no, no, they're just not gonna address this.